Welcome to Phil Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole. This is an embarrassment of this face. What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears. Hello and welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want without having to deal with the constant antics of Derek Batacek. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Well, you know this is the show where we can do whatever we want. We do video games, movie reviews, we listen to music, all sorts of different stuff. Well, today we're going to go back to uh, what I think is a lot of fun. We're going we're gonna to review a movie franchise, okay? And I had to bring in an expert for this one, people. I had to bring in an expert who knows movies better than any other person that I know. So I had to bring in to bring into. I had to bring in the Mufficionato, Terrell Brown. Welcome to Phil Interrupted, Terrell. Hey, Phil. Thank you very much for having me, man. Big fan, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was about to say that. That was very good. Yeah, they do that on radio shows. Yeah. yeah. We, but the studio audience is outside, so they say are. Hi to everybody. Hey, guys. You're yeah, back. Hey. Some high fives on your way in. Yeah, it was pretty great. I ran down like I was in a WWE match. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, oh, the crowd went crazy. Oh, it's weird. My, my theme song is awesome. What was it? It was the one for uh, Val Venus. <laughs> the one with the saxophone? Yeah, the saxophone. <laughs> I know that one. It's pretty great. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to have you here because. Thank you. Today we're going to be talking about the Friday the 13th franchise. Yes. And there's a lot to go over here. A lot. There's a lot to go over here. And there's a horror movie, which is right up your alley. Yeah, my that's my sweet spot, horror movies. All right. So let's start off. Um, let's talk a little bit about our background with this franchise. Okay. So uh, I'll start first. Okay. Just, I'll get that out. I came to this franchise about a year and a half ago. <laughs> it started in 1980. <laughs> It that makes me laugh so hard. The, fr- the franchise started the year before I was born, <laughs> and I came into it about a year and a half ago. I'm 36 years old now. I had never seen any of them before. I knew that who Jason was, obviously, oh, yeah, pop yeah, culture, yeah. and I had seen bits and pieces of films on of TV course. and whatnot here and there. I did not know uh, the arc mm-hmm. of the of the movies right. and where it went. I just always assumed mm-hmm. that... Jason was a zombie, unstoppable killer from the start. Right. And that's who he was. Hockey and he, mask and machete. And he killed the sex-crazed, drug-crazed kids, mm-hmm. and that's what he did, and that's all he ever did. Right. Seeing this franchise now, movie by movie, over the course of a year and a half, I've learned that it it is still very similar to that, but there are a lot of... Um, uh, different paths that the right. movies take, different perspectives and different ideas they try in the different movies. I never realized that... Uh, before going into it, it's a lot to uncover. It's like an onion. Peel back one layer, it's more just laying under there. A yeah. little bit, yeah. yeah it little is a little bit like yeah. that. So, what's your experience? Um, well, <laughs> this franchise came out about five years before I was conceived. Guys, I'm 31. I'll be 32 this year. Thank you in advance. Um, I've always watched this franchise growing up. Um, like I said, I was always a big horror movie guy. Even if it scared me, whatever, I still watched it. Um, I didn't. I didn't get in, in much into the mythology of the franchise. Still, possibly, I was maybe like a teenager, and I knew like, oh, let me start from the beginning and watch these movies. They were always come on like. Uh, I believe the first time I think I watched them all was on like, possibly regular TV. I believe AMC has like a Fear Fest they do every October when they show like all the horror movies, mm-hmm. classic ones like for like thirty days or whatever. I think I remember. I remember first watching the entire franchise on like TV. And that's when I realized, like, oh, it's a, like you said, it's an arc. It starts at a place, they end another place, and 
But yeah, I've watched them my entire life. They always, I never knew which one I was watching because they would always come on Cinemax so randomly when I was younger that I never knew I was watching part seven or part six. Sure, or five they, or, they tend to blend together a little. Blend together, yeah, because it's a formula to it. We'll get into that. It's real form, formatic. But uh, yeah, but I've been, uh, uh, you know, I'm quite aware of the key points of this franchise most of my life because, and then, you know, when I figured what I want to do in my life with movies and stuff like that, I realized this is something I needed to tackle because it's one of the biggest franchises in horror history. So, yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. Now you said you watch a lot of them on TV. Did they cut out like some of the sex stuff, some of the cursing? Cause that's a weird way to start yeah. with the franchise, not seeing it, you know, sort of in its purest form. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them uncut like on the cinemax and all that skinemax oh they did it. have it uncut yeah yeah okay. on, like, cinemax, oh, okay. but, like an amc they would cut but they're pretty lean because amc does like the walking dead so they can put like a lot of gross graphic killings on there nowadays but they will, no yeah. boobs it was no boobage nope. but you go okay. to friday 13 for boobs i think there's yeah. boobs in every single one of them except yeah. i believe uh part seven with tina yes i believe there's no boobs in that one no boobs I, if i'm correct i oh, believe man. there's no, no wonder boobs that's the worst one I think all the rest of them, there are boobs. Oh, yeah. The gratuitous nudity. Yeah, we just come for the movies for I mean, why not, right? All right, so you're basically like an expert, a master, as they say. I mean, I would say I'm a level 10 master in Friday the 13th. How many times do you think you've seen some of these movies? Well, I can tell like this. I know which ones I've seen the most. I've seen, and it's it's maybe because of the time they came out, but I know I've seen six more than any of them, because that's my favorite. The sixth one? So I've seen the sixth one like a lot. Okay. I love that. And I've seen X a lot. Which is maybe because the time where it came out, it came out like late 90s, early 2000s. So that was like, I think it came out like 2000, 2001 or something I like believe that. it was 2001. Yeah, so I've seen that a lot because that played on cable like all the time after it came out. Um, and I would say, and I've seen it first a lot because my mom loves that one. And okay. that was when we had, um, growing up, my grandparents would tape every franchise on like big nine-hour tapes. So we had like the first four Friday the 13th on one tape. Okay. My mom loved the first one, so I used to watch the first one all the time, which I don't actually like that much, but mom loved the first one, so I watched it all the time. It's so funny. Uh, I used to watch it all the time, didn't realize. I seen that after I seen Footloose. So when I seen Kevin Bacon, <laughs> he killed him. Oh, yeah, I yeah, said, okay. holy shit, it's the Footloose kid. He got stabbed with an arrow. Like It, it was pretty great. But um, yeah, so I know I watched probably 1, 6, and X the most. Six, personally seeking it out myself, watched it the most. Okay. Because that's my favorite. So I've seen that more times than most. I'd have to say Kevin Bacon and Corey Feldman are probably the two most famous actors to ever yeah. appear in any of these series. Absolutely. By far. I don't... The I guy don't from Supernatural is really... in a remake. The guy from Supernatural is... I forget his name now. Dean I... from... Is it Dean? No, he's Sam. No, he's Sam. Okay. Dean, is, Dean was in the other remake of... a. Uh... Weird, they do horror remakes. He was in a remake of uh, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not too long. Actually, around the same time as this movie. Yeah, I yeah. forget his name. I've been watching Supernatural, too, but I can't yeah. remember. His, his name is Clay, I know, in mm-hmm. the 2009 remake. But all right, we got a lot to cover here. A lot to cover. 12 films, guys. So I say that we just dive right into it. Let's start. We will now review the Friday the 13th <laughs> Retrospective. <laughs> All right, let's jump into film number one, the film that started it all. This was the 1980 Friday the 13th, plain easy Just title. plain easy, yeah. Uh, and I, I guess um, my takeaway, we're not going to go through exactly all the plot lines and stuff, because mm-hmm. people, we're just hoping you've seen these movies. Yeah, like, alert. I mean, like, spoiler alert, 30, <laughs> yeah. what, eight years? Like, you've seen it, guys. Yeah, like, if you haven't seen it, go see it, and this will make more sense. But we're not going to go through all the plot lines necessarily, and, like, each individual part or all the right. kills. There's too many to handle. Right. 
but some of the takeaways that we got from these films. So the first one, one of the biggest things I got from it is that it's a real like who done it film. Yeah, it's a real like. Twelve Little Indians things like a little like murder mystery, you know, absolutely. Which one? Like because because the, and they they played it up really well in that first one. You like, never see the actual killer no. throughout all the kills. You see arms, arms. maybe and like or whatever weapon weapons. They have. Yeah. Yes, which is great. It was a lot of killer POV shots in that one. Like you see what the killer's seeing. There You're are a lot of POV yeah, shots in that movie. Yeah, you're not seeing the. Uh, what the victims are seeing you're not seeing who's killing them and so you don't know if they're a mask villain uh you know killer or maskless you find out at the end it is maskless but you don't know that because you just see the pov keeps the killer ambiguous yeah, absolutely you don't yeah. know what's Which, going on here and, and, and it's a uh, uh you know just spoiler alert guys is miss jason miss voorhees did it yeah <laughs> jason Mrs. voorhees yes miss voorhees um who was uh pissed over the um the neglectful Treatment of her son Jason, which uh, led to his drowning and his death, I think twenty years prior. At that point, I believe it was like in the, maybe in the sixties or fifties, because that's eighty. So I believe maybe it was like twenty years prior. Or something happened because she's older by that point. Something like that. Yeah. She's like, and today was his birthday. Yeah, Friday or she says 13th. today is his, his birthday. birthday. Yeah, she says is his birthday. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we get good. Hey, not nice was, one. not was, is right. Yeah, that's which pretty great. I find is crucial, right? Because ev- everyone immediately assumes that Jason is dead. Yeah. I was like, she said is his mm-hmm. birthday, but she does say though that he drowns. So you're like, oh, okay. yeah. And it's funny because up until that point, you think, oh, Jason came back, and because you hear the legend, you hear the story about Jason in the movie, so you're like, oh, this is Jason. He's come back, and the nose is Jason's mother, and he doesn't come into the second movie. We'll get into that, but. Um, the takeaway from the first movie is with my my key points from the first movie, female killer, mm-hmm. which is pretty great. That was like a big thing, like you know that the female, yeah. not even that, but like an older, like she's mid, she's mid to late age, like she's an older, she's in her fifties, right? As a female killer. Um, also, it was the one of the best surprise endings with the uh, only survivor of the whole entire thing on on a boat, and then young Jason comes out of the water and grabs her, which was terrifying. For audiences, I heard that was that was like one of the biggest jump scares of that. Right, time. It, it absolutely it revolutionized uh, yeah. horror movies in that respect. Absolutely, was a huge jump exactly. scare. Yeah, with the music, like the music at the end, just that the great and also uh, the great score. He, he is gross looking too. Oh, he's super gross looking. But which is funny because in that last shot, he's like twelve. <laughs> you know, they make him look like a little skinny kid. Yeah, when he comes do. out of the thing. Like, yeah. he, like almost that he's the same. Age as he was when he drowned, when he comes out of the water. But he's a full-grown man by the second one. So it's true. It's really weird. Like either the second one took place twenty-five years after the first, which yeah. is, we know that's not true, or he really beefed up a lot in the gym over the next. Like, yeah, and you he's know. like this decrepit little boy. Yeah. That pulls the main character uh, into the lake, absolutely, which starts the whole lake thing too. Right, which starts the whole lake. Like the lake has its own magical. Like Jason, the lake gives Jason his power. Basically, like this is, you know, he drowned in a lake. The lake brought him back. You mm-hmm. know, um, but that's what I take away. How about you? What's your take away from the first one? I agree with everything that you just said, and it definitely uh, starts to help set the formula mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the first one always will set the. Right, set the tone, set exactly. the structure, absolutely. Right, I did find that it felt very 1970s. Oh, yeah, you can tell everything was shot in the 70s. It came out in, 80, in 1980, right. but it was totally set in the set, shot in the 70s. It, it has that 1970s just, I guess, feel to the way mm-hmm. it's filmed, the way it looks. Just Everybody has some really tiny shorts. Yes. Like, shorts that are like... Way too tiny for being outside. Like, like, right. Like, and you have to take with a grain of salt that this is obviously an older franchise, right. so everything is going to look dated to you. Right. Come watching it nowadays, but this one specifically, where the other ones, uh, as we'll get into, feel more eighties, more nineties ish. Mm-hmm. 
This one, for sure, to feels me, like a 70s film. felt like a 70s film. And Absolutely. It, it, it just it had a different vibe. It's hard to exactly explain it, but it had a different atmospheric yeah. vibe going on to the styles. You can tell. That they chose to make it. And uh, the first one, it, after I saw it, I was like, holy shit. Jason isn't in this. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know the franchise, you automatically probably thought this whole film that is Jason killing people. Exactly. It's like, holy shit. So I I love at 35, you were surprised that it wasn't Jason. I I actually, in all honesty, I actually had known that before. Mm -hmm. Um, That had, you know, just pop culture. I had had heard that. And stuff like that. Yeah. I had heard that it was actually uh, the mom in the first one, but still watching it, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's really, really well. It's well made. It's very, it's really good. Jason's not in this, (laughs) which tends to be kind of a reoccurring theme at times. Yeah. We'll get to it. Which is a problem for me. It's a problem. It's a problem for me. me. All right. So the first one, okay. Set the presidents or presidents. Presidents. Which president? Uh, The U.S. president at the time was Carter going into Reagan, so right. set the presidents right. the presidents in order. <laughs> They're the reason they got elected was because of the <laughs> Friday 30 franchise, which I'll actually get to later on when we get to a couple more episodes. It is something very, um, a real big comparison to the president at the time in these films. Oh, you're going to go down this route? Gonna, go are you going to go political here? I'm not going to go super political, but I'm just, but I, but you know what? I, I, I was, I was like watching the timeline in these films and the timeline in the state of the country. And it was Jason. Well, we'll get, we'll get to it, but you're, you're allowed to go political. Okay. Here. Sweet, we'll, we'll allow sweet, this. Sweet. You'll get a it's going to be a real like middle ground. Though. I'm not taking a stance. Okay. Fair enough. Sweet. All right, so uh, film number two came out just one year later. One year later. They banged it out hardcore. Mm-hmm. 1981, the release of Friday the 13th part two. Great movie. A great movie. I love it. I love oh. Backhead Jason. Yeah. Okay. This guy, Jason. Jason, who you know and love with the the freaking hockey mask. Right. He's wearing a bag <laughs> over his head. A bag. Uh, he might as well wear like a, one of those paper bags from like a cartoon. Would they think you're ugly to put a paper bag over your head? I could not believe it. I I think it's, but he looks menacing with that paper bag, with that bag. Only because this is one of those films, like I was saying, I seen Jason all my life as the hockey mask killer. Mm-hmm. Didn't know at some point he wore a bag. So when I seen him in the second one, I was like, holy shit, what's that? Like, because he had the one eye, like only one eye is open in the bag and he's busting through all. I'm like, holy shit, who's that guy? Right. I thought it was yeah. only one eye. Yeah. He had like yeah. one eye through the one eye hole open. And you're like, why isn't the other one cut yeah, open? Which you come yeah. to find out. Right. Yeah. I was like stunned. Um, I, I, I did not realize that this would have happened mm-hmm. in this way. This is, again, part of the arc of Jason right. is a little more than you would think. I was like, what, a bag ad? Right. And the other thing I really took away from this film is that he was, like, scrawny as shit. Yeah. He was just, like, a just a dude. He looked, like, yeah. kind of a thin dude yeah, wearing, like, like a plaid a, shirt or something. Yeah, like, overalls. Like, just a yeah. thin, like, rural guy. That's yeah. It. Like, he wasn't anything special yet or supernatural or even, like, kind of overly menacing well he's menacing but not overly like uh he wasn't a force of nature yet that he becomes later on in these films he becomes a force of nature at some point but yeah um i, I like I, I love that i love the continuity between the first at least i would say the first three has their own and kind of like the next like four or five and six has their own continuity yes they, do. they follow through and i love that in this one he has his mother's head from the first one that is that talks to him or he thinks talks to him or whatever i think mm-hmm. that's great i love that I believe a little psycho-ish kind of thing going on. Yeah, real psycho-type thing going on. I love that they have a... I believe the second one starts with the main girl from the first one getting killed. Yes, which is a shock. Which is great. And I don't think that's ever been done 
prior to this type of franchise. Like, you're going to start the first movie with the person from the last movie who lived dying. Yeah, you kill your lead. It's pretty the, great. Like, you kill was, your lead from the previous Yeah, because if, if you're watching this, think about people in 81. They're like, oh, this is such and such from the first movie. Mm-hmm. She's going to go up against, I guess, whoever the killer is in this movie. And, yeah, she's and all her friends are going to get killed. Yeah, but she's she, going to yeah, somehow gonna survive. survive. She's going to do a Sydney Prescott or something. Mm-hmm. But she gets killed, like, in the first 10 minutes, five minutes of the film. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, I've never... That, that to me, was, like, really revolutionary in regards to that. And they kill uh, the Ralph character. <laughs> we didn't mention him from the first one. He's like, "Eco, who was this?" Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Can't blood, but death. <laughs> it's got a curse." I love, I love, and that he became it's like got a, a death curse. Can't that, blood. That character became like a uh, uh, a caricature of himself. Like anytime you watch a horror movie and everybody goes somewhere and they're like, "Don't go up the mountain." You know what they say about the mountains up there? The kids die. Fifteen. Like that became yeah, that stereotypical like that, character yeah. who already knows and yeah. can predict like what's going to happen. Yeah, and you like, but nobody takes him seriously. No, because he's, he's a dumb he's a like town crazy. Yeah, he's dumb. Yeah, he's drunk and he has no teeth. Nobody takes him seriously. Yeah, that guy's been in every movie since then. Like that's true. The caricature of that guy has been in every movie since then. When the first film, when he he said that line, which we did a terrible and justice yeah, yeah, with I'm our sorry. impression yeah, yeah. of him yeah when he did it i i burst out laughing because <laughs> he like hello guys you're not gonna listen to him like he's literally telling you a plot of the movie Get this out. crazy old guy i was like this guy's ludicrous he's ridiculous <laughs> uh I'm trying to think of other things from the second one in all honesty i think the second one is the film that i remember the least out of the series mm-hmm. mostly because it's one of the like i said i watch all of them within a year and a half it's one of the First ones That's I watched. The ones you watch, yeah. And I forget a lot of it, to the be only, totally it, honest. Because the only main things you have to remember is Baghead killed the, killed the lead in the beginning, Baghead, and talked to the mother's head. I think those are like the most, like, real. Like, he has a cool couple cool uh, kills in that, if I remember correctly. But I think those three points are like the big, like, takeaways from that second one that are, like, really, like, well known for. And the other thing I remember, correct me if I'm wrong here, he can be injured. Yes, he was a man back then. He was a regular human. He can be injured There's plenty of times. I think like somebody like stabs him or cuts him, and he oh, he like you hear him go like ah and get hurt like you know right. Like he still he comes back, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but he can clearly be. Yeah. He's clearly just a man. Yeah, yeah, just a man who lived out in the woods or whatever the case is. He's just the son that just has been alive all this time. Supposedly, what we think now, he's just been alive all this time growing up in the, I guess, Camp Crystal Lake. I, I guess way. you just have to kind of Outside, accept. Yeah. You just got to accept he just comes back now and after his mother's been killed. He kills his mother's killer and then continues her work as killing these camp counselors, um, you know, at, at Crystal Lake for the rest so, of his life. So did he drown or was he always alive? No, I think he well, – see, I don't know. I mean, that's what we, – we know when it gets real supernaturally because he actually gets struck by lightning at some point in his grave. So yes. that's when, like, yep. uh-huh. he becomes a monster. But up until that point, it's just like he's an unstoppable, like, you know, kind of like – because he's the mongoloid, right? Like, he's like – Deformed, has deformed face, and you know his body's a little different, and so he at this point he's just like kind of like a a like a you know just like a mongoloid, super strong crazy is it, guy. Is his face revealed in the second one? I think his face is revealed. Um, That's not when he looks like uh, like the Goonies character. sloth. That's not that one yet. I, it, is I it? think three is when you see sloth face. Three, I think, yeah. is sloth because yeah. he switches the bag to the mask. Hey, you guys, you remember he ate a payday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, not Penny. What is it? Was it a payday? I don't remember. No, it was a fucking... What, what candy bar did they eat in there that's disgusting? It was a disgusting candy bar. It's like a payday or a mounds or something. Ugh. Oh, I like mounds. Really? Yeah, I've only seen Goonies, I think, once. So my, I don't know Goonies very well. Yeah, I love Goonies. I just know the... <laughs> what, if he, what if Jason just took off his mask and sat down? <laughs> and it was him the whole... <laughs> you want a Superman shirt on under? <laughs> <laughs> you guys. What a, what a oh, twist. That'd be great. Didn't see it coming. 
So that's what that's our takeaway from two. Now you want to start on three? Yeah, but real quickly, I mm-hmm. interrupted you before. Phil interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you, did. you you mentioned uh, something about the music. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it. on the first um, movie. Uh, well, in the franchise in general, the the really really um, popular score that. Ch- 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 ha, ha. Well, people think it's Chaha, but it's actually. It's actually the uh, uh, um, Mrs. Voorhees character saying, kill her, mommy, kill her, mommy. They actually took kill her, mommy. And went, kick, 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 ha, ha, they took those three parts of her saying that line and made a score and made the score out of that. So now that's the Jason. It's not Chicha. It's kill, 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 Who the hell notices that? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Like that's they literally took that out of that and made the entire that that franchise theme is built off that one scene. From the first film, and that's something you take away because that you hear that you when you hear that music, you know that ominous music. Jason's about to kill somebody, or somebody's about to die. Yes, which is another yeah, thing that's a Jason. Yeah, uh, what's the word theme? Theme, yeah, like that. And that started with Halloween with Michael Myers and his theme that burn, 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 burn. Like, and you knew like he was coming. Mm-hmm. But Jason, I think, has the more popular one because the ch- and it's just easier to say. People like, yeah. So people know when they hear that. Oh, oh, it's time. Somebody's about to get it now. Like you know to expect something cool or a cool death at least. Yeah, I definitely thought it was chi chi chi. Yeah, like they were just saying cha cha or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's kill her, mom. He's because remember at one point, um, Miss Rory's like Jason's saying, "Kill her, mommy." Yes, kill her, mommy. That's the kill, kill her, her mom. Kill, 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 kill yeah it's that it's, that's it's not really well defined because it does sound like yeah, <laughs> yeah and they, they do it like that they, they bounce off the echoes to make it sound like mm-hmm. but if you break it down it's kill her my yeah it's pretty dope hmm, nice yeah all right well let's go into uh friday the 13th part three which again yeah. came out in 1982 just, they weren't playing no games no and that's i think that also plays a part in why these movies are so beloved by a lot of yeah, people and popular because they came out rapid fire. Yep. Like, what movie do you know that comes out every single nope. year? Not, not even James Bond did that. And it's 25 of those damn movies. No. even not, not, None of them have done that. Like, any of the modern movies need a couple years in yeah. between just for production like, and, these, and marketing. These were such small films with such... Well, not, I'm going to say small. They were a few million apiece, but they had, like... It was just took place in a lake. You know, you got a lake, you got maybe a surrounding town out of, outside of it. Maybe, like, a, a, a convenience store or something on the way there. But it was right. never... Pretty cheap much, production. Yeah, pretty cheap. Never not much they needed to make these films. So, you know, you got to think... The most they spent on was like uh you no know, kill gags and stuff like they were it would be the point where at some point they would come to the um because a lot of stuff was done with tom savini they would come to him and say which ways do you have to kill people and they would make up the story after that like what cool ways can we kill somebody mm-hmm. and they would base the plot of the story of the movie after you know out of those ways that we can kill people at some point it became less about the story it just became about how like let's see some cool kills you didn't care about the pl- the characters after a while they became character choice you had the jock you had the nerd you had the the guy who wants to have sex who can't have sex you got the slut yeah you got the, you know they became Stoner. yeah the stone you they became like just like you don't even remember the names after a while you just want to see them die and that's what it, the franchise became after a while right right yeah yeah well this uh this one i like three Three is very interesting, yeah. and it has a kick-ass soundtrack. Super good soundtrack. That disco yes, mix. It's oh pretty man! Great. Oh man! And it actually was released in 3D. It was Friday 3 in 3D, which was a big push at the time because mm-hmm. a lot of theaters did not have the technology to do it. So the the uh, I guess it was uh, Paramount. Yeah. They invested a lot of money in helping theaters get the proper yep. lenses and whatnot to actually have this movie be in 3D. It was kind of like a revolutionary 3D film at yeah. the time. And they, 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 you can see a lot of shots even when you're watching now if you don't have it available in 3D because they did, I, I believe, bring out a 3D Blu-ray version of it currently. But 
you can see like a lot of the shots and the kills are set up for 3D, especially like the arrow one, which I love the the bow and arrow kill. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a hundred percent because you see like that you're seeing the arrow come towards, comes mm-hmm. out the back of her head. It's pretty great. But there's also some really poor uses. Oh, it's some very 3D. terrible. There's ones. Uh, popcorn. There's a Ooh, yo-yo yeah. scene. So like they literally just don't sound like what can we throw towards the camera? Yeah, that anything makes that, that looks cool. Yeah, to make it's, a 3D scene. Is that the one? And they seem really odd. If you don't know it's in 3D, but oh yeah, 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 you don't know why it's shot like that. If you don't you're, know, it's in you're 3D. watching it 2D at home. You're like, why is that? What is this prologue? Like this really long scene <laughs> of uh, of this guy with the yo-yo throwing it down like to at his the girl's camera, face like, or yeah, like why do we keep seeing this? It's so weird. It doesn't weird angle. <laughs> it's uh, is this the one where a character walks on his hands? And yes. gets killed. Oh, I love that's one of my favorite kills. He's walking. This guy. He's just walks. And it's funny story about that guy. Actually, listen. Uh, with a podcast with this guy on there, he was saying like when they hired him, that was actually written in the script. Like you had to walk on your hands. That wasn't something that some people think like, oh, is that something that that person knew how to do and said, hey, I can walk on my hands. Would you like me to do that on the movie? Mm-hmm. No, you had to learn. That was written in a script. We need this, this. person needs to walk <laughs> on their hands. <laughs> like it's just to get this role. So you had to learn how to walk on his hands. For the role. Yeah. Yeah, for that one part, which is a great, like, kill, though. Like, and he, he gets chopped him. through he's his chopped crotch. Through. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. While he's walking on his hands, it's pretty dope. Yeah, that is a good one, for sure. That's a bad way to go. It's a bad way. It's a couple bad ways we'll probably get into later. But that's Upside a, down and through the testicles. Ooh, that's, testicle first. That's rough. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's like, rough. Like a wishbone. Now, this movie, uh, of all the sequels, actually made the most money besides Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. I believe so. This movie, because I guess the 3D, the 3D yeah. and I guess the first two really established it, mm-hmm. so now the third one coming out, it had a, a following. Yeah, it had a co-following. And it had point. a big push behind it. So this one made quite a bit of money. So at this point, now they're, that, they're this, unstoppable now that this one's made a lot of money, yeah. they're like, let's we're, not stop now. Yeah. Let's continue this every year as long as we possibly can make money. And this one is the one where Jason finally gets his trademark hockey mask. Yeah, we all know Jason Four, and this is funny because, like you said, you got into these movies late. How did you know how long it was going to take him to get these masks to get his actual hockey? Mask? I know, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. He got it from what was that character Shel- Shel- yeah, Shelby? Yeah, yeah, the goofy, yeah, ass, the goofy, chubby. He's got the yeah, like afro, the fro. Yeah, the world curly fro. He kept playing uh, pranks on everybody. Yeah, he was the worst. He was a bad, he was the actor. worst character and bad actor. Horrible. Hated that guy. Miserable performance. Uh, is then this is the one with the bikers. Yes, which yeah, I actually, I hated at the time mm-hmm. when I was watching it. I was like, God, these bikers are, they're like children. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're supposed to be these badass biker And gang, the grown and like people little too. little kids. Yeah, and this would be like 30, 40 years old. And we're going to go to, and it was at a farm. It wasn't yeah. at a camp. We're going to go to this farm and we're going to like pick on these kids and swing on ropes. Right. And I was just like, this is so, so bad. Stupid. I hate these people. <laughs> but now... Having time to think about it, I'm like, wow, that biker gang was actually really comical. Yeah. I can look at it from, like, a, a kind perspective mm-hmm. as opposed to hating it in the moment, which I did. <laughs> that I actually think they're really funny now yeah. looking back on it. That's great. Retro- retroactively, you like, I like that biker gang. You're yeah. Like, you have a biker gang in every movie. <laughs> the other great thing uh, was going back to the 3D was the eye pop. So good. So, I mean, <laughs> so, it's so, so good. So good. And it's so bad at the same time. Like you said, if you're watching it in 2D, it looks horrible. But I can only imagine what that must have been like in theaters with that eyeball, eyeball pop. That's pretty great. Jason squeezes this guy's so head. So good. And his eyeball shoots, <laughs> out, of shoots his, out, of out of his skull. Just one eyeball. In 3D. <laughs> and this was also a moment when I realized that, wow, like, 
Yeah, Jason was kind of scrawny in the last one, but he beefed up. He, he's getting he's getting pretty strong now. Yeah, he's beefed up. This is when you're like, you can is crush he a someone's head. Regular person, like this is when you're like, is he a regular dude now? Because he's getting beefed up and he's he's like breaking through whole doors and like nothing can stop him at this point. And he's it's, definitely it's, getting stronger. Yeah, but he hides in the barn right throughout most of the film. Right until he gets the mask. Then he gets out. Yeah, and once he gets the mask, now his insecurities <laughs> of his disfigured <laughs> face. <laughs> Are eliminated, and he can freely go out and murder at will. Because here's the thing you don't understand, Phil. We're all Jason. We all have to find our mask before we can go out into the world. Wow, that's deep. It's deep. This is layers, baby. Onions. Wow. Onions on onions and onions, this this franchise. Why have you here? It's onions, baby. We're peeling it back today. (laughs) We are peeling it back today. But yeah, it's I, I do like this one. It's um um and you're right, like and it's funny because when he gets the mask, I feel like at that point he becomes a force of nature. Like that's when and 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 I, I would I'm not gonna really give it all to six because six does like take it up a notch. But I feel like him getting the mask really turned him into like more than just a man. He became an unstoppable killing machine at that point. Like it was something almost like magical about that mask. Yeah, you can almost tell that when he gets the mask, I believe the first one is the harpoon or whatever yeah. his crossbow oh, arrow. So, yeah, like you referenced arrow, yeah. before. He walks out and he kinda walks out with some swag. Yeah, like he doesn't care who sees him. Like I think he's on a dock. And he's somebody in a boat, and he just sees him. He just goes ping and just shoots him with a bow and yeah. arrow. Like, now he's screw like, if you see me, like I'm here. I got a mask on. I'm dope. I don't have to hide in the barn anymore. Right. And he's wearing. <laughs> he's wearing. A, at this point, he's wearing a jumpsuit. Right? Does he have the jumpsuit on yet? Like the one, the onesie? Because oh, before he was God. wearing the overalls. I think in the second one. I think in the third one, he gets the onesie. It's just like a one type Michael Myers type set. He might. I don't. I don't remember what I he was think, wearing. I think in this he one. has the onesie. I think it was by Calvin Klein. He was really nice. He was really, really swaggy. He has stepped it up. He did step. <laughs> <laughs> when it got some duds, got a mask. <laughs> he was all about it. But yeah, but three, three is um. See, two and three were the only two in the franchise. I think had the same director, same director oh, really? directed both two and three back to back. Yeah, and that's why I think that the continuity for those two films and, and the first obviously are really really good because the same director did two and three. Who actually that same director went all, went all, off to do other good horror films. Oh, okay, in like the eighties and nineties. So he wasn't just a one off director. Like a lot of these films had like some one off directors and writers. Like sure. who are these people? But that guy, and I forgot his name, is really is, is, is missing me right now. But he actually went off to do other good, pretty decent horror movies throughout uh, his career. And you're right. At this point, they are trying to keep some continuity. Right. Not everything, but they're no. trying to keep some basic yeah. some basic things. It's like, hey, learned. you remember this from the last movie? This is there. Right. No. And they do a lot of flashbacks in the beginning yeah. of the movies to yeah. show you what previously happened. Yeah, I love that. Previely on Friday the 13th. Yeah. It's like, it comes on every yeah. time like a TV show. Previously on Lost. Like, it comes on like that. Oh, don't oh, talk about Lost. So we have good. to go God, back. I love Lost. Oh, I love oh, it. So good. Favorite that, show. It was so good. Oh. Um, did Now, on this one, correct me if I'm wrong, but in this one, did he kill the survivor of part two in the beginning this one also uh, i think that happens again i don't remember i don't remember because i know in the first I'm, we were talking about it on the second one i know he kills her in the kitchen he was just opening up the refrigerator the heads in the refrigerator of the mom and she kills him she kills her but i think on this beginning i, I can't remember I'm, I'm guys i'm sorry if i'm these things run off into each other but i think that in the beginning of three he kills the person from two again like i think that became a thing with him he may like, have no no strings like i don't think it hasn't been many survivors of jason's he may have i think wasn't one of the girls one of the first girls didn't want to come back because she was actually stalked in real life mm. one of the actresses yes holy crap she did not want to reprise the role because she had a real stalker that came through i wow. guess being in the film and she's like, I don't want to come back. And maybe she just did that brief cameo. Oh, Someone wow. will have to fact check us on that. Yeah. But I believe... Hey, guy, hey, hey, Julio, fact check that for us. Yeah. Julio, get Julio. it. Julio. Julio, get it. Thanks, Julio. Um, 
Wow, I didn't. That that sounds like a thing now. Because back think then, that's like that's true. Everybody can stalk you on Twitter nowadays, but back then it was like actual stalking people and like showing up at places where they're at. Right, and she was just like, "Nah, I'm done with this. Like, I don't want any more. I don't want to be in spotlight or nothing." Yeah. Like, okay, but well, that makes I, sense. I forget which one it was either the first or second girl. I want to say, and it's also we also should say outside of Halloween, this started the final girl in franchises like okay, the, yeah. the 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 final girl virginal. Like um, all around goody two shoe girls that survives every film. Who always at the end. It's always funny because it's a, it's a book. I think it's called Feminism and Horror. I forgot what it's called, but it's a a book about like the female females' roles in horror movies, especially slashers. Mm-hmm. And it I read it years ago, but it also says like you know these one thing these all these final girls have in common is they're always virgins and they're the one who penetrates the killer. Like they kill the killer. They're the mm-hmm. ones that chops some head off or stabs them, or they're the ones that actually does the penetrating at the end of every movie, even though they're the virginal, you know, pure girl or whatever the case is. They don't smoke, they don't drink, they don't dance or party. They just, which is why they make it to the end. What's happening to the end. We'll get to that. I'm telling you, it's, it's good when I get this theory out, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's three. I like three. I actually like three. It's a good, uh, it's, it's some pretty dope kills. Like I said, the 3d is real goofy. Even in 2d is funny. So uh, I think that's a real, like kind of laugh out loud one for me. It is. Especially because it's like a barn. It's a barn. It's not like the, like it's, it's It's weird. It's just a barn off the lake at this point. Where are all the farm animals? Yeah. We're who's, who's keeping up, keeping that barn. I don't know. Excuse me, all types of stuff. Like, who's doing the upkeep in there? I didn't know there was a farm right next to the lake. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know you could put farms on lakes. It, like, I thought farms right were like, there. you know, Okay, well, and this right is supposed there. to take place in New Jersey. You know, this is like a new, like Jason's from New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jason Voorhees. This is, yeah. uh, we are in New Jersey right Wait, this now. Is, he's a Jersey boy. While recording, this yeah, is Jersey centric. Yeah, he's a Jersey boy. Jason's, that's why he's also been like my favorite horror character. That's a Jersey boy right there. You yeah, know, like the first two movies, or at least the first one, was filmed at a Boy Scout camp yep. in northern New Jersey. Yep, I went there in high school. They took us to a trip there. Oh, dude, yeah, it was pretty great. Like in high school, I think I was maybe freshman year. They took us. So I was like this little extracurricular thing you can sign up for depending That's on what cool. class you're. Yeah, they, they were like, yeah, we, we filmed Friday Thirteenth right there, and I was like, oh, this oh, is it was pretty dope. Sweet. Yeah, yeah the the uh, our oldest son mm-hmm. is in the Boy Scouts. Oh, nice. And we're like, because you can only get in now if you're a Boy Scout. Like, if you have a family member who's a Boy Scout. Because it's closed to the public. Take so many pictures. And I was like, I was like, Ayo Aiden, I was like, gotta get us in, man. I love like, how you talk to him like he's a girl, like a producer. Or Come something. on, dude, can you get us in? He's like, he's like, why do you want to go there? I'm like, dude, that's where Friday Thirteenth was filmed. I was like, I want to get a picture with like, my girl by that's the lake, so like us being there and be like, behind us, Friday Thirteenth is where it all started. And he was just like, oh, why would you want to go there? I'm like, it's a Boy Scout camp, dude. It's right. safe. It's not yeah. like. It was just where they filmed it. He was like, oh, okay. He's like, well, I'll see what I can do. No, <laughs> I'll pull some strings in the office. I love how your son is like, like, what's he, like an eight or nine year old, like just businessman? Like uh, 11. 11 with a little tie on. Like, I'll see what I can do, dad. Just yeah. hang on. Just let me, let me call him. Bob, what can you do with my dad? That's, that's awesome. He said, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All, All right, right, this is great. So let's move on here. We get to 1984, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. and we come in with Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Yeah. Oh, that's, I love when they put final things on franchises that they do not end. All right. Now, this was supposed to be the last yes, one. The, last the production one. company was like, all right. Yeah, this is it, guys. Like, we've been doing this for a while. How much longer are we going to do it? Like, let's, mm-hmm. let's put a, a caption here. Let's end this. Right. And, uh, Paramount basically once the money came in, mm-hmm. they said, "Uh, yeah, no way." Yeah, right. No, no, no. we're gonna keep this going. We're gonna ride this to the wheels. Yeah, you are not done. So <laughs> they continued to make films. Uh, I feel like this one. One of the major things I took away from it was, and this happens throughout all the movies. Mm-hmm. 
uh, kind of like a trope that always happens. Right. It, all these people, the victims, mm-hmm. whenever they suddenly are by themselves, right? You know, another person left to go do this yeah. or whatever, and they find themselves alone. They always go, hey, "Where are you? Hey, come on! Hey, stop playing games. It's not funny anymore, asshole." <laughs> Hey, who's out there? And they say this. All of them do oh, it over and over time. again. I remember while watching this one specifically, I went, shut up. <laughs> you're giving away your position. Stop <laughs> asking who's out there. I was like, you're so annoying, these people. They all say the same and this, thing. And this franchise started that. Started to, when you know when people are going to die, they're getting alone. They're asking these stupid questions. They're, you're seeing, like, you're looking at the visual of them saying it, like, in the middle, like, Whoa! And you're looking like like a nice, oh, who's that looking at them? Is that Jason? Like, that started that whole show. It's pretty stupid. And it's great, though. Like, you get a real, like, affinity for it after a while. You're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. It becomes by the book. They always think they're being pranked at first. Right. Like, who pranks people this much? Was the 80s all about pranks? Who's out there? Come on. Like, was was Ashton Kutcher just hiding in a fucking bushes? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Like, who was pranking people that much? Jesus. Yeah, the other thing, uh, I mean... Yeah, we get Corey Feldman's character. Corey Feldman's there. Uh, starts a, a character arc of sorts. Yes, his, oh, his Jack, one Tommy of the Jarvis, few. baby. Tommy Jarvis. Love. This is one of the best movies in the franchise to me. I will get to what we rank them as, but this is one of the best movies to me in the franchise. It's Tom Savini's makeup effects were off or on point with this one, with the mm-hmm. creature effects and the mm-hmm. kills. thought they were some of the best. Um, like you said, we get young Corey Feldman in it, which is always a treat. Mid-80s Corey Feldman, who became like a staple of the 80s yes. at oh, some yeah. point. Um, big part of my childhood. I'm sure yours, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and and has that awesome kill when he hit him when he Corey when he faced the machete and his face slides down the machete while it's about Jason's mouth and eyes and everything are still moving. Yeah. And, oh, it's so dope, man. It's I like this one is a legit like one of the few films you can pick out a franchise. So this is a good horror movie. You know, it's not like just a good Jason. It's like you know, in in the realm of slashers, it wouldn't be a terrible movie. You know, it'd be like it's a pretty good movie. It certainly has a much better production value than yeah. the first three yeah yeah absolutely they stepped it up a lot and uh yeah and the whole tommy jarvis character actually adds like now they decide to keep a character yeah know, in yeah the film's going yeah. forth in yeah, like a nemesis almost as nemesis jason right, like a someone, nemesis. someone who could possibly yeah. understand who how, knows ins and out of a jason and kind of like a van helsing for dracula I've never like, seen that. Well, well, Van Helsing's like Dracula's enemy. He's like okay. the, the mortal who like knows everything about Dracula. Who tells it. Yeah, he's like, I know how to kill him. I know how to this. I know. I know what he's about. I know how he thinks and acts. Okay. He becomes like a Van Helsing for Drac for Jesus for Jason um, <laughs> in the series or whatever. He and if you guys don't know, this starts one of three movies th- featuring a character of Tommy Jarvis. I did think it was weird though when he, oh, like his sister is being attacked mm-hmm. and he takes the time to put on like a whole mask get up with bald head yeah i love it it was so weird because it was it really almost takes like a long time because the entire i believe that movie the entire time they were saying like he was crazy like he could be a killer himself it was that was a little underlining thing in that movie sure that he, he made all like, the killer yeah, masks he made all the killer masks and like, which i thought was cool because not only do you have it was kind of meta. You have a, a horror kid in a horror movie. Like, oh, this kid loves horror. He loves monsters. He's making these masks. He's into right. stuff like that. Right. So this is kind of like, I'm sure it was people of that era going to the movies like, oh, this is me. I love this character. This is the character of me. Like, I do this stuff at home. Exactly. I'm this kid. Yeah, and put this kid in the movie. It. Yeah. And it was the first time there was a, a kid in it. First time a kid was like an actual character. Now, mind you, in the past, we have kids at the camp because we have camp counselors, whatever the case is. But you, never, for the see first them, time, right? you never see them, right? You never see them, no. No. Like, they never actually feature. They don't have names. You might see, like, one run into a bunk at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first one where the kids became character. Him and I believe the other kid, I forgot, the black kid. He was, um. Oh, my God. He survives, too. Yeah, the that's end. the yeah. fifth one, isn't it? 
Is that the fifth one? I believe it's the fifth one. But yeah, game. they started surviving. Like kids started playing a part in five and four and five, I believe. They started yes. actually playing a part in the film. And I believe I don't know which one it is. Jason walks into an actual bunk with the kids, and one of them sees him and puts and goes back to sleep and wakes up and he's gone. Uh, I believe that's the sixth one. Yeah, so he doesn't kill the kid. Yeah, it's, it's there's it's, a lot of kids in the sixth. A lot one. of kids in the sixth yeah. one. Yeah, I love the sixth one. So good. The other thing that uh, that blew me away in the final chapter, the fourth edition here, was there's this character who kind of seems like he's on to Jason. Mm-hmm. He's kind of hunting him down. Yeah. I don't remember his name at all. But and he's kind of got like the hots, I think, for the older sister, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. So he's kind of hunting down Jason. And, and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. This is an interesting character. Right. Well, eventually when he confronts and, and is <laughs> now in, you know, confronted with Jason, he he loses really quickly. Right. There's no match at all. None at all. And he proceeds to go down by screaming, he's killing he's me. He's killing me. He's, he's killing, killing me. me. Over and over again. And it's off screen. He still says it. Like, you still hear him screaming it. To my hysterical you laughter. You were cracking up, weren't you? Oh, dude. I was knee slapping. I was like, <laughs> he's actually yelling. Was he's Jesse, killing me. Was not Jesse, like, help me. Was just laughing too. Yeah, we were all like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, that's one of the more uh, memorable kills just because he's not reacting maybe the way you would think a normal person might right, react. Like, help or call the cops yeah, or he's stop killing. him. But it's, it is weird because if you like, and, and that's funny. I remember that kill now. It is like really disturbing though, because he's just yelling, "He's killing me! He's killing me!" Like that's he's the like, only thing he can say over and over. Stabbing him repeatedly. Yeah, that's all he can say over and over. He's killing me! He's killing me! And even when the character's off screen, he's still yelling it yes. until he dies. <laughs> you still hear him yelling it. Like how many times did he stab this guy in unlike killable ways? He keeps screaming. He must have just loved them screaming. He, <laughs> he screamed for like two minutes straight. Like, that's great. the that's the longest a victim's been alive ever with Jason. Oh, priceless! So good, priceless. So that's all I have for that one. Well, I just want to mention one time, this is when we see Jason's face again after a while. Yes, we And do. he looks like a pure monster at this point. He looks like a pumpkin headish type, like, you know, real, like, gargoyle-ish monster. That's mm-hmm. like I said, Corey Feldman, I believe he, he slices him in the head with the machete. The machete, his head actually falls down the machete while it's uh, going down in his mouth and eyes still moving. And it was a really good effect. Um, but we see his face for the first time after a while. You're like, oh, man, this guy's horribly, like, but he's still technically a human at this point. He's still technically just a just really deformed, really disformed, yeah, yeah, just really strong deformed guy. This, and this is the one where his mask gets cut, and yeah. through a few of the other films, they leave the the yeah. slash slashes, and yeah, you see like from Tommy Jarvis. the one eye is closed, and you see like yeah, and you, yeah, I love that they keep the damage worn with the mask and everything that they keep the continuity as the same mask. He's not replacing mask from Costco or nothing every time, right? I think at some point they get rid of it, but they keep it for a while, yeah. I believe. All right, so that's the fourth one. Now let's move on to part five. I'm sure you got some things about this one, Phil. Uh, so this comes out in 1985, <laughs> yeah. Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. A New Beginning. So now we can't end it. We, we can't end it. some more money, Paramount says. Yeah. Corey Feldman is in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Flashback, uh, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's not a major character, but it starts with him in the opening. And you're like, oh, okay, Corey Feldman's mm-hmm. going to be in this. He's a little kid. Is this the one where it's like raining? This is the one is that where... that the sixth one? Am I getting confused? No, sixth one is raining at the beginning. Because that's when the rain and the thunder, lightning, so on and so forth. I think the beginning where they're all raining. And the reason is because Jason is an actual force of nature. When he comes, nature actually reacts to Jason being out. Like, the, it rains, it thunders, it's windy. Like There's always it's a thunderstorm always in all these movies. He becomes like an actual force of nature. Oh, we'll that's get interesting. Into that. It's pretty great. But um, this is the one where I don't remember how they 
beginning specifically starts out. But I know this is the one where we jump ahead in time because Tommy Jarvis is what late teens, early twenties at this point, and he's in like a mental hospital because of what he's been through. <laughs> yes, with, he's in like a halfway yeah, house, like a half mental house hospital slash mental hospital because of what the events of the first, well, the fourth film that he was in. So yes, we lose. Corey Feldman as the actor, but we get the same character as Tommy Jarvis. But this is the beginning, though, where Corey Feldman, it's raining because he's wiping his eyes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. gravesite, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, this is his nightmare. It's a nightmare. Is he having a nightmare or is it a flashback? I can't remember now. No, it's 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 a flashback. Okay. It's like a dream sequence, I yeah, think. Yeah, but he's dreaming it as an adult, right? Family yes, okay, but it's yeah. Corey Feldman yeah. is in it, and he's like wiping his eyes like with the glasses from like the rain that they're uh-huh. doing. And I heard a thing that like the director apparently was like screaming at him, like really? belittling him, like, stop <laughs> blinking your eyes when they're shooting water in his oh, face, God. like just terrified, this poor little kid actor. Oh, my gosh. Stop blinking. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. Yeah, totally belittled. Was it Stanley Kubrick? Jesus, that sounds harsh. Uh-huh, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so let's see. Yeah, so that's five. Five is uh, five is notorious, was notoriously hated. For the reason we'll get into, um, like oh, you said, it's and Feldman left for Goonies. Feldman left, yeah, he left. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Coming back to Goonies, <laughs> it's Goonies to connect the guys. Layers, baby, layers like a nugget. Um, this is notoriously hated, is and people hate it. I actually think this is if you take out the part that people hate about this film, right? Now let's just we're just gonna spoil it. The killer in this movie is not Jason. No. It's like an ambulance driver. Stunning from the reveal. Yeah, it's an ambulance driver from the beginning, which is cool because this mask is different than Jason's mask. Jason's mask has red like slashes on this mask has blue. So it was like I noticed like, that. Yeah, it's pretty I like it's different, right? So yeah, I actually picked up on yeah. that. So this killer, so you think this killer is Jason, but it's actually like I don't know, the father of a kid who died at the beginning or something. He was like a paramedic or something like that. Well, there's a chocolate-loving kid named Joey. Oh, Joey. Poor Joey. In the beginning of the film, who's socially awkward. Right. And he tries to talk to some girls who blow him off like total bitches. Right. And he's just trying to talk to anybody and share his love of chocolate with them. Because he loves chocolate. He goes up and he's talking to this guy who's like in a Clint Eastwood type, like <laughs> his voice and everything. And he's That's chopping good, some yeah. wood like a tough guy. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to talk to him and offer him some chocolate. And their conversation starts to go sour. And then I forget the character's name, the axe-wielding Clint Eastwood guy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he swings that axe and kills Joey yep. right there. Yep. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this isn't a, even a Jason kill or no. something. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. He gets arrested, hauled away. You never see him again. Right. Um, Who is technically responsible for the murder. Absolutely. Let's just make that. He's 100% responsible for the murder. He's just a pissed off dude. Continue. Cutting wood. And, yeah, he kills uh, chocolate-loving Joey. And the EMT guys come. And there's two of them. And one of them is just, like, cracking jokes about how mm-hmm. gory it is and laughing it up. Like, having a great time. Mm-hmm. And the other guy kind of looks like kind of horrified by the scene, right? A little shocked. Yeah, how you would look in, you know, at a situation like that, more than likely. You come to find out that that is actually our pseudo killer yeah. throughout the film. He's yeah. taking uh, revenge upon all these assholes that right. are at this halfway house. Yeah, which is just take revenge on the guy who killed your son. Not everybody else. They really didn't. I mean, they blew him off because he was weird, but he didn't. They didn't kill him. I feel that's why I wanted to just hammer in that that guy is 100% responsible for Joey's death, yet he takes it out on everybody else. He was a total deadbeat dad. Yeah, total deadbeat dad. They make they make it very clear that the, uh, I guess you call them owners or uh-huh. whatever, of the halfway house, 
they don't know who his father is. Nope. And I guess the mother, I don't remember what happened to mom, but she's yeah. not in the picture. They're like, we don't know who the closest, you know, relative, relative is. is for the kid or anything. So like he's that. a total deadbeat dad, but apparently he's hanging out in town. Right. And nobody knows. He just doesn't come see his son. Never until he's dead. Else. And then he's pissed. And he's pissed. Real pissed. And become and takes on the 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 he takes on the the role of Jason. So everybody thinks now Jason the killer, actual Jason Voorhees is back killing people. Kind of find out it's just some regular guy. In Jason's costume, and obviously his mask is different because it's not Jason's mask; it's a different mask that he buys, um, and it looks pretty different. Now, people hate this because it wound up not being Jason, an this, imposter. This, yeah, an imposter. But if you take that out of the movie, it is some of the best kills in this film. This is the one where and I remember uh, we mentioned a little black kid from earlier. His older brother comes, who's the guy from Joanna Man, who's in a whole bunch of a. Uh, he has a big long jerk. Him and his girlfriend's having sex at a porta potty. They got the porta potty death. No, they don't have sex. He's they don't shitting. Have sex. Yeah, he's shitting. <laughs> and damn, she's outside damn waiting anch- for him. Damn enchiladas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so good. One of my favorite lines in the whole so series. Good. And that guy is great. I forget his name. He's in a bunch of uh back then he was in a bunch of horror movies and he became like, you know, a pretty looks like kinda, Michael Jackson. Yeah, it becomes like a pretty, you know, well kind of known um, um enchiladas. But uh but part five has some really good kills in it. Like some really decent kills. Probably some of the best kills throughout than most of the other films, but people give it a bad rep because it just not it wound up not being Jason. People expected Jason. So when they didn't see Jason, they were really pissed off about that film. Yeah, you've got the damn enchilada murder scene in the outhouse, which is awesome because he's like singing to his girlfriend, yeah, like singing back to each other it's right. like while he's taking a dump. I mean, that's what my girlfriend does. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he has to like me. run out there, like it's <laughs> panic mode. And uh, then you also have Ethel and Junior, oh, the God, super so outrageous, over the top rednecks. Weird. Like, if like, you're like, okay, hey, here's the role we need you to play in this right. movie. Okay, we want you to be the most stereotypical, dirty, obnoxious, redneck hick you can possibly imagine, and that is what they did. We it's need my soup. We need you to be a cross between Foghorn Leghorn and Yosemite Sam, who's a little mentally not right. We need you to be that person, right? And they're they are the most, yeah unbelievable characters yeah they're really over the top they're atrocious now this is the point where they become caricatures remember i was saying that like at some point the characters stop being characters and they become like oh this is this type this is that type a that type b that type c type characters over the top barely barely acted every 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 line they start to have is like a typical line you think somebody like that would say like if they're still like oh dude i'm so high like don't you want to just smoke this week everything they say is gonna be stoner related everything they say is gonna be real hick related exactly everything a sex guy says is gonna be sex related the jock guy say this becomes like just just archetypes at this point right right there's yeah. no variations none they are exactly that you've got your your a actor who's your mm-hmm. tommy jarvis right you've got all your b people you, you got the, the love interest house. you got the love interest right. who's always love interest of whoever the a actor is you all your B people who are going to get killed, you know, at some point who live in the halfway house. Right. And then you have these obscure, like, side C characters that are just there for kills. Right, yeah. But they get an unnecessary amount of, yeah. of for screen actual time. screen yeah. time. But no, you better know their names. They probably say their name one time. Yeah. And if they're good, like, the hit people, you remember, you remember their names. Ethel Jr. They're so bad. I'm watching this with my fiance, and she's a huge fan of horror movies, of Jason. She loves them. Loves them. And we're watching this, and she's like, I don't remember this one. <laughs> That's how it gets with these films. She's though. like, I don't remember this one. She's like, I may have skipped this one along. She's like, I don't remember this. And I'm, of course, watching for the first time. So you guys had an experience together. That's beautiful. And she's like, I hate this movie. <laughs> she said it countless point, times. It just all throughout the movie was a certain part. During she just the, kept saying it. Of course, the movie. She's like, I hate this movie. That's fantastic. She's like, this is so bad. And I was like, yeah, this is really corny. 
it's just like stupid. Like it just feels a little different than the other ones. And uh, you, you see some, why it's not Jason. Yeah. Well, you get some other greats. The breakdancing girl. Oh man, that's pretty fantastic. She, she's like Madonna. Yeah, copy. like just like oh gosh, she had the she, hair like the way and like she gets killed locking. in the room, right? Like she's pop blocking <laughs> yeah. in the room. It's so it's robot. so good bad though. It's such a good bad movie. She gets uh, smashed into the wall. Yeah, she's the one who I think face is this is the one that face goes through like appears in the wall. Is that she might? Oh yeah, it might yeah. be. Yeah, I know you're talking about through, the face one. Yeah, the face goes through the wall. You see like the imprint of the face. Yes. That's so bad. Like, oh my god! I mean, how strong is this goddamn that's, paramedic? That's like, a comedy film, exactly, which leads you to believe it's Jason. Yeah, we no believe it's Jason. Yeah. Right. How many reps was this guy doing in preparation to like kill people? How much roids were he on in preparation to kill people? Because you can't do that. No regular man can do that. And there was the one girl who uh, who turns down the stuttering guy. Oh yeah, the stuttering guy too. I forgot about him. He's that one. She's such a bitch. To oh him. yeah, super bitch. He really thinks that he has a chance with her. Yeah. I think it's on the couch during mm-hmm. the movie or something. And he's like trying to go in and he's, he's stuttering of course. And she's like, what are you doing? And she then proceeds to crack up hysterically yeah. in his face that he even remotely tried to kiss her. I was I wanted to go through and stab her. <laughs> See, that's what it becomes. You start to hate the characters. Yes, I was like, yeah. I was like, you bitch. All you had to say was, "Hey, I'm sorry, I don't feel that way about you." Mm-hmm. Instead, she, <laughs> <laughs> she is, she is absolutely reprehensible. She's yes, reprehensible. and she immediately goes and dies. Like after that, I was yeah. like, thank you. Yeah, like that. That see. The fact that you said thank you about that character dying is like I said, at some point these films switch and you become on the side of Jason. At some point oh, you're like you're yeah. like, I want these people to die. These all people are horrible. All they're doing is having sex, smoking weed, drinking, mm-hmm. doing cocaine and they're bikers or they're the rock star people. I want them all to die. Yes. Here's the thing. Now I'm gonna get a little I'm gonna turn it on and say onions, baby. Uh oh. This is during the Reagan administration. Yes. Reagan's administration hugely was on sex and drugs. It ran a heavy on drugs. Maybe had the war on drugs started with him. Yeah. All that stuff. And he had a real anti-sex campaign. You had the AIDS epidemic starting in the 80s. Sure. Everybody in everybody Jason killed, all these teenagers, were doing nothing more than having sex. Fuck them. Maybe drinking a little bit of beer, smoking Screw a little bit em. of pot. And they were being destroyed. At, at some point, <laughs> Jason is Ronald Reagan. At some point in these films, you got to think like... The, the the like I said, I, I, we spoke about this before off air, but horror movies do reflect the state of, I believe, what we're living in currently. More horror movies do so more than any other genre of film. That's why I think I like them the most. Um, and I feel like this one was very. It's probably the most eighties franchise, I think. Out. Period. This one is pretty it's extreme. Very eighties. Super eighties. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my theory because uh, everybody who gets killed, they're not. They don't have a death. It shouldn't be a death sentence for these people. But they were because of the little things that they were doing. It is now. So it is now. And then, like I said, throughout this film, the series, they become worse and worse characters that you they want do. them to die at some point. Jason is your enforcer. Yeah, Jason is. Yeah, exactly. He Jason. went from being somebody who is a psycho killer should be thrown into the death chair, get rid of him. We don't need scumbags mm-hmm. like that in this world. To now, you're like. Oh, I hate these people so much. Jason, kill them. Right, kill them all. Do us all a favor. Do us all a favor. And, and now he's become people. this... He became the hand of God, quote-unquote. Yeah, he's an anti-hero yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he, he's the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At some point, he's the Punisher. And this is what I'm saying. That these films, and I'm um, definitely getting into six. We can just get off five. The guy gets killed. He realizes the ambulance driver who's fat kid got killed at the beginning with an axe. It, well, you know, again, this one, after having some time to sort of like see the next movies that I saw mm-hmm. in the series and be able to go back and think about the fifth one. Mm-hmm. When I initially saw it, it was like, fifth one is far and away the worst one. It is not. I despise this movie. I like it. 
And then having some time after seeing all the rest and being able to think about it and review them all in my head, I went to the fifth one. It's so bad. It's good. It's good. That's what I'm saying. It's so bad. It's good. It's good. I defend the fifth one because I know people hate it for reasons that we all went over today, but I think it's so bad. It's good. It's so it has some bad. Goofy kills. Absurd. Some crazy characters. Like it, it, the story itself makes no sense. Like it, it's it's more it's more convoluted than the actual story of Friday Thirteenth from the beginning. Like why is this guy killing everybody? Like why did you, uh, so stupid? Let's get to six, which is to me is it's the diamond in the rough. I love six. Okay, six so we is, get to Friday the Thirteenth. Jason. Jason lives, lives baby. It came out yes. in nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Yes, this is my one right here. Let me. I'll take the rings on this because this is by all means. Close, uh, put, put, on my, put on my heart. At the beginning of this film. Jason is dead, right? Because we established four was the last movie for Jason. Five was an imposter. So Jason is technically still dead in this film. He's in a coffin. Why they buried him? I don't know. <laughs> Why they actually went through the fact of having Jason in the coffin and in the funeral home? I don't know. But we open this up with a really, really terrible uh, uh, rainstorm. Like I said, he's yep. a force of nature. Mm-hmm. And Jason's, uh, I believe Tommy is Tommy Jarvis digging up the grave. To make sure that Jason is dead. Because Tommy Jarvis, once again, is our character, our main lead in this film. Older, different character plays, a different actor plays him, obviously. Um, he's digging up the grave to make sure Jason's dead. Because this is the point. Tommy Jarvis little. Because now the fifth one made him think Jason was back. It wasn't him. He's still kind of obsessive over Totally Jason. OCD yeah, over. Yeah, OCD over Jason. He's like, you know... Underlining best friend, super high five. I think I got a crush on you type guy, Jason. Well, he wants to yeah. burn his body because yeah. he thinks that will finally destroy finally, him, yeah. which later he wants to take him to the lake. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, but, okay. But we'll get to that. that. The water fire thing is a little reminiscent of Freddie and Jason later on down yeah, the is. thing. But um, I love it because he he's digging up the grave and the, Jason gets struck by lightning. And his eye opens up. And this is the point where Jason is, like you said, an undead killer, zombie killer. This is where it finally this is happens. Where it happens. This is where he becomes Took Jason. Six movies. This is where he becomes the Jason you remember. Yes. You, the one you, that you I thought knew. you knew. Yes. Yeah, this is when he becomes this Jason. Um, And it is great. Because this is when, like, oh, it's like shit is off the hook now. Like, they took, they, they, Took everything off the hinges. Jason is unstoppable. He's the Hulk. Like, you get hit with a car, you can blow him up. You can chop him up in little pieces. He'll still come after you. Yeah. This is when, like, he can have physical damage. Like, you can chop off an arm, and he's still coming after you. Like, this is when we get this Jason. Right, right. It is. It is. And this is also the one where they sort of, they know. I mean, this is the sixth film yeah. in a franchise. Right. They start to have some fun with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It starts to they get, bring. I love they bring the cops value. in on this one. They bring the cops in on this. Remember the guy because Tommy Jarvis, the daughter of the sheriff, is the girl that he's like kicking yes. it to. Yeah. And the cop is, you know, they got him locked up in the jail cell. He's a crazy person, whatever. Oh, go out there. We got a, a disturbance. Some some of the cops are going out. Jason's dead. He's dead. Crazy. Dude. Yeah. Like it's it's oh this is so good. The mix That's of the comedy. Terminator scene, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he comes yeah, yeah, in, yeah, he kills comes every in, he kills cop every, and everybody in the police station. Saw, Michael Myers done that too. Everybody's done it. Like, wait a minute, Terminator? What is this? Jason went. I'll be back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is where like Jason has like bugs in his face and everything's like it's just he's a horribly disfigured. Oh yeah, he's a zombie. He's literally a zombie. He's a zombie now. He's, he's super great. zombie. Like the back of his head is no longer has hair. It's just like open, like kind of brain matter. It's just like his strength is unmatched now. Unmatched. Yeah. He's a super villain. Like yeah. at this point, he's like he's he no can scrawny. Be a, no, he could be in a Marvel movie and kill people. Like he's he's at this point. And all the different guys that played Jason. Uh, kept getting continuously bigger. 
Mm-hmm. They started, I forget what the exact heights were, but I actually read it was like, yeah. I don't know, 5'10". Until we get six, to Kane one, Hodder, six, who, three. Kane Hodder plays Jason, I think, starting in seven. Seven. And he's a beast. He's yeah, a big, he's the beast. guy. Yeah, he's, he's the one that people... Uh, equate to Jason more than anybody else. Kane Hodder, he played him. He really right. Yeah, we'll he, get to Kane yeah, Hodder. We'll get when to, we get to seven but, for sure. Yeah, um, it's uh, this is my favorite. Um, this is the one I seen most as a child. Also, is this is the wheelchair kill. Yeah, <laughs> I love wheelchair that they, kill. they kill the guy yeah, in the, the wheelchair. wheelchair. You think he might live just because because he's, he's in a disabled? No, like, oh, he might make it near the end nobody or safe. call for safety. No, they totally. Totally killed, totally killed the wheelchair, wheelchair. handicap guy. But he was the shit. worst too, wasn't he? He was like kind of like a, was that the guy with the weird laugh and a? I'm trying to think. No, he one? wasn't too bad. He was, he was he used bad. to be a jock, but he got hurt. Okay, but he, he got, got hurt. Okay, okay. But he wasn't that bad of a guy. I think he was playing. I want to say like strip monopoly with that one girl. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strip monopoly. Strip. We got to get that made. Monopoly. monopoly. Strip monopoly. It's like a four hour like, game. Of who's the play. banker? And how naked do you have to be to be the banker? Like seriously, what's going on? How do you take clothes off? Everything has go. If you're playing this game to eventually hook up, it's going to take five hours. And you're going to have to have so many hotels to get some. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many railroads had to do to put the tip in? Like, this is a miserable idea. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but he gets totally wiped out, which I which shocked me. It didn't shock me, but it surprised me. I thought mm-hmm. maybe he might make it a little longer. No, they, they kill him. There are kids in this one. Yeah, kids in this one. This is the one where I mentioned earlier when Jason walks into a bunk with kids. Yeah. A kid sees him, and you think, like, oh, my God, this kid's going to be, like, he's going to murder all these kids. And then the kid looks again, and he's gone. And I was like, holy. I remember watching that as a kid. I'm a kid watching this, like, holy, like, terrified at this point. Like, holy shit. This is the one I remember the most because, and I'll get to it at the end, they have an awesome soundtrack. It's a song they made for this song, for this movie in particular. And it goes, he's back, the man behind the, the mask. <laughs> yeah. And I remember that song that all this playing at the end. And I remember it as a kid. I would be like, he's back. Like, I used to love the song at the end. Because like I watched this movie a lot growing up. But I love it. It's, um... Uh, uh, it, to me, this is like the one. It changes everything. This is the one that changes. It does. Changes, it takes it in that whole. Yeah, this that is the one takes a whole new direction. Supernatural direction. Yeah, this is the one that takes it a whole new way. This is the one that realizes. This is one when he, like I said, he becomes a force of nature. This is one he, I think, especially at the lake, uh, more the lake. So because he leaves the lake at some point, we'll get to that. But at the lake, he, I feel like he basically draws his power from Camp Crystal Lake, and that's why when we see him come out, we see the rain, we see the thunder, we see the wind, like everything. Like at one point, he's walking and like leaves are like rustling around his feet when he's running, and he walks. Oh, we also have the we also point out he walks everywhere. He doesn't run, but somehow always catches up to people. Always catches up, which and is, that is a, a staple of a the staple. Jason character, yeah. which becomes a lot in other like you know other movies borrow from that too. It's still oh, funny, for sure. but, but yeah, he just walks everywhere instead of running. He still catches up to people, mm-hmm. which is him being supernatural at this point, like you know. I think there's also, like I said, the movie is very self-aware at this point. There's a moment where there's an Undertaker character. Mm-hmm. And the Undertaker character is like, you know, he's like he's like drinking in one part from like a flask. Oh, and he's like, it. he goes, oh, like, what do they think? I'm a fart. And then it cuts to the kids and they're like, yes, <laughs> to like play <laughs> yeah. some game or something. I forget. But the scene is cut, obviously, yeah, cut. on for purpose a yeah. for a laugh, for yeah. a joke. And they certainly didn't really do things like that earlier, no. so it was definitely a departure um, and a different. It was a good mix of horror. It was a good horror comedy mix. It was good in there, right? And, and, it, and I, it made me laugh. And I think this is the one that had the best ending out of all of them to me. The I best, don't remember which the best. Chase. This is one where they light the, the, the lake is on fire. Oh, the fire! And yes, they're in a the boat. Lake. Tommy Jarvis and the last the 
final girl. He's actually a final guy. Tommy Jarvis is a final guy. He, he survives Jason through three movies. Yes. But and the lake is on fire and Jason's jumping in the boat. He's trying to, and he puts the, the chain around Jason's Ridicul- neck. With ridiculous the Ridiculously chain. huge chain just that nobody, off, Jason. that nobody except a dinosaur owner would have. Like, yeah, just take it off, Where did you get Jason? that chain from? Doing? And why don't you know how to take a chain off, sir? And but he's he, like three foot under the water. Yeah. And he, and he, he he's like, drowned. He, yeah, he drowns, well, re-drowns him, I guess. Or he he's still alive under there. Still but alive yeah, under trapped. there. But he, he's, he's trapped, basically anchored down to the ground with the chain around his neck. Yeah. Just floating there. He can't get up. He can't move. He can only take a chain off. So, um, so he's there basically like a dog in a collar stuck to like a, yeah. a, a pole or something. Yeah. Just sitting yeah. there like in like hibernating until someone, yeah. until somebody, until some idiot up. like swims by and he can grab him right. or, or like a, a gator comes with <laughs> something he can do, like somebody grab one to. Right. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really a gator, a gator, like gators in a lake. <laughs> gator. Goddamn lake. Play placid. <laughs> that was New York. But, um, but that was mean. But, um, yeah, I love, I love that ending. I just think the visually it's a really cool Jason with the chain around his neck and a lock and a big rock and everything, whatever he tied it to. But I think that was one of the best. And like I said, it ends with that boss song. He's back behind the mask. It's so good. I love, I love six so much. The other thing that, uh, I take away from that movie is one of my favorite kills, which we'll get to the kills in the mm-hmm. end, but I, I have to mention it because right. we're talking about the movie. The sheriff in that movie, Ooh. who actually, like, he comes across as kind of a dick in the but beginning. He, he but he turns he becomes, around. He tur- yeah, he turns. He becomes sympathetic. And yeah. me, myself being a parent, I kind of understood kind of yeah. what he was doing. Right. And he eventually meets Jason. And you. I kept saying to myself, oh, all these movies, you were saying before how you hate some of the characters. Right. You want them to die, these obnoxious kids. Right. Now, where's where's the corkscrew? The kid from the fourth. Oh, I think he's the fourth or fifth one, maybe. Fourth or fifth. <laughs> Where, where's the where's the corkscrew? The guy's Back to the Future. I dad. hate that guy. Um, anyway, him. Uh, you hate these people, and the sheriff actually became somewhat likable to a degree. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was like, I kind of hope the sheriff gets away or doesn't like. Or his wounds isn't fatal, or yeah. But Jason doesn't make like like he if he gets you, he kills you. One thing about Jason is nobody really gets us. A injury with Jason, right? Like I don't think. No, like, Jason's no, no hold bars. No, he, he's like he gets you, he destroys he you, destroys you, yeah. and he takes the sheriff and bends him backwards yes. in half. Yes, like he folds him almost. He folds him up. It's pretty like, great. His neck and his head are now touching like the ill. back of his ankles. Yeah. Like it's pretty great. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, like that's it's spinal dope. crush. Oh, so good. Yeah, I was like, that's so one good. of the more severe kills I've. I've Scene like yeah. you see you know, machetes, yeah. stabbings, okay. yeah, spears, whatever, like yeah, uh, yeah. head crushing, whatever. But this body was, snap was, I was like, ooh, and I can I can just imagine people in '86 seeing that shit and going, holy shit, that was like I don't think nobody's seen that yeah. kill in particular. On oh. like holy, I know people probably like went crazy. Or sure. like, see, at this point, you're screaming for the kills. You want the kills to come, so on and so forth. So you're just cheering those on at this point. So yeah, six to me is like is like the diamond in the rough in these films to me personally. But uh, seven. Ooh, seven, seven, seven. Would you like to give us the title for seven? Yeah, seven is Friday the 13th, The New Blood. Uh, boy, oh boy. Came out in like 1988. Or as I like to call it, Jason versus Carrie. It is. It is legit Jason versus Carrie. So the basic premise for this movie is Jason fights a girl who has like... Telekinesis. Telekinesis, like... She also can like she knows stuff. Yeah. Like a psychic She's like or also like telekinetic and telekinesis. So yes. it's like... Jean Grey from the X-Men or some weird shit. Like a comic book hero. Like she's like she has like both of the two mental powers that you give comic book people. Which makes no fucking sense. No sense. Compared to the other movies. They I think okay, Tommy Jarvis was kind of a nemesis. He kinda knew Jason how to mm-hmm. fight him. He survived. But now they want to give 
somebody to fight against Jason who actually has the potential to be able to kick his ass. Yeah. Even though she's a very submissive character. Right. And very mostly damaged. She yeah. only gets those telekinesis powers when she's angry. Angry, yeah. Just upset. like Carrie. Or upset, yep. and and then she can throw things across the room. She's very Jedi like at times. <laughs> she does use the Force, <laughs> right? And she uh, has a lightsaber. It's pretty dope. And <laughs> so that they wanted to give Jason, like I said, uh, somebody who's maybe an equal force to actually mm-hmm. fight him and, and do some damage against him. Which he she does. She does right. yeah, mess yeah, yeah, him yeah, up yeah. at times yeah, for sure. Great. Um, you know, I think this movie, when everything is all said and done, is probably most famous. For having Kane Hodder, yeah, this, this is, is Kane's f- first one. This is the first movie Our where Kane, Kane Hodder, Hodder yes. he did, he's the only guy to do Jason uh, more than once. Yeah, and he did it four times for the next yeah. four films, and this oh, is his first amazing. one. And he's a real big hulking guy, which real we mentioned. Real big guy, yeah. Kind of like NFL yeah, type like body build. type. Like, yeah, just tall and brawly, brawly, yeah. And this is where you're like, oh, Jason's just a big is a beast. freaking dude. Yeah, he kind of like made He's one of the, like you said, he's the only person who's played him more than once. He's like how we have, um, um, like we all know who Freddy is. When you mention Jason, the first name that comes to mind is Kane Hodder. Exactly. Like, that's he's the Jason. Like, regardless if he didn't come to until seven out of 12 movies, he still is the Jason. Right. And like that we know. We mentioned before, me, before I came to these films, I thought of Jason as this power hulking zombie killer dude. Mm-hmm. And that's the Kane Hodder. That's who you were thinking about. Role. Yeah. 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 Um, now, going back to uh, our main character, Tina, who's the, the kinesis. Telekinesis. Dude, she's, she's a total bore. I hate so it. So boring hated her character even she, the other kids hate her <laughs> she's so boring she's no fun to be around no she's the total downer it, what is her thing so they they brung her and let me just because this is the i think we spoke off of this is the one i've seen at least i didn't know that this movie even exi- like i knew it was a seven i didn't i thought it was just like an amalgamation or the other one i didn't know that it was a psychic woman and it. it was crazy this is very much an oddball it's very edition. oddball like it's the most odd out of all of them i can say because they're like oh let's throw somebody with powers against jason Really weird. They're still a superhero. Let's make him a superhero. Essentially, movie. yeah. Yeah, superhero movie. But she's like what, a reluctant. She was there because they were going through therapy. Something happened. Her dad died at the lake, or she she was out on a boat or something, and her right. father was like abusive to her mom. Okay, he was yelling at her, and she used her telekinetic powers to, to kill destroy him. the dock, and he like drowned. Yeah. Okay. So her, basically, it's then her as an adult. That's when she was a kid. Right. It was like a flashback. Her as an adult, she's uh. She's like, you know, horrified by yeah. it and she's totally messed up from it. And they it. bring her back f- for treatment. Like they're bringing her to the place where she got the. Yes. And which she is has, never good. No. <laughs> no bring no. her back to the house where it all happened. Let's not do that. And her therapist is like this overbearing, like kind of jerk. And he's actually, he's a. Uh, He's Bernie. Yeah, he is Bernie from Weekend of Bernie. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was going to, oh, you put, you just beat me by a second. He's Bernie. Which made That's me pretty burst great. out laughing when well, I saw him. You just want to see him dance. I just see him wiggle and fall <laughs> over, <laughs> like someone shaking his head for And he him. was a dick in this movie, yo. He uh, was an overbearing dick, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he was the worst. He clearly had his own uh, objective. Agenda, yeah. 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 yeah and, and, and there's a couple kids next door at the, on a lake who's like having a huge party. Right, like they're just partying. It's not. This isn't a camp setting. This is just a bunch of kids. Also, it's a house setting. A house setting. Yeah. yeah, this is a big house, lake house by Camp Crystal Lake that are having a huge party. A bunch of like once again douchebag kids having a bunch of party. Like exactly. A huge party. Everybody trying to get laid and doing drugs and drinking, smoking, and yeah, they they kind of link up with the girl. The one guy, the one we're going to say main character guy, younger kid, kind of takes a liking to Tina. I don't know why. I don't know what he sees. So there. boring. I don't know what he Ugh, sees. Snooze. Yeah, for real. Super snooze. 
Uh, there is one great scene though where there's a decapitated head inside oh, of a, a plant like pot holder. It's pretty great. And she uses her telekinetic powers to throw it at Jason. Yep, I believe that's pretty great. Jason's the one who put it there. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I was like, "That's that's pretty comical." Now it's, it's funny because you said how the quality of six was so good. I didn't see that same quality in seven. Like I feel like they just like they were like, "What can we do quickly?" Like, let's just throw this together. I think the director, I, I heard a thing with him, and he was like, I didn't want to make a Jason movie that was like any of the others. Well, that makes sense. I wanted to go away from the formula. Uh-huh. I wanted to try something totally different. I wanted to give him, like, a, someone who's, like, he's met his match. Right. A, a, a reluctant person yeah, who's yeah, met yeah, his yeah, match. Because yeah. she doesn't really want to. She's forced right. into it. And uh, and I was just like, ooh. Like this one's a real departure um, from I, the only continuity uh, they keep is six. Remember, I told you my favorite ending: the chain around the neck in the, in the lake. Yes. On this one, she's saying like, I think like wake up or something, and she doesn't know her mental powers is actually freeing Jason and waking him up in the lake, and she actually is the reason why Jason comes back. She releases Jason, she releases I guess, him. instead of her dad. Yeah, because I think she was like saying, but can she bring people back to life? Is she is she Jesus? She really has incredible powers. Yeah, like her powers are not like her power set are not very mapped out. Like she can probably do a lot more things. Right, if she wanted to, but right. she doesn't. She. She only does it like again when she's upset. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. really she's, want to. She like her emotions. More upset she is, the more powerful she gets. Yeah. At some point. Uh, yeah. Overall, I thought this was a pretty awful. Oh, it's terrible to the series. No, it's terrible. And the only thing you take from it is oh, psychic girl, like Jason versus Carrie. That's yeah. all you take from it. And it has a very bad ending. Ooh, yeah. So bad. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So okay, we've had what two movies where somebody jumps out of the lake at yeah. the end? Is it yeah. two? Yeah. yeah. And they wanted to bring that back, I guess. Uh-huh. And so at the end of the movie, Jason's on the dock by the lake, right. and he's attacking this girl, or I forget exactly how mm-hmm. it happens, and she, using her powers or whatever, or maybe it just happens, I, I forget now, this movie was very forgettable for right. me, her father explodes out of the dock, the looking just like the day he died. Yeah. Perfectly fine, like he's perfectly under crisp. There. Like he's not, like he's not been underwater for fifteen years. Yeah, he's right. not decayed. He's not, he's dead. not bloated. You know, bodies get bloated. None of that. No, it looks so the, weird. The day he went down, and he pulls Jason. Yep, under under the water, and that's the end of that movie. That is. So she can bring people back to. She's Jesus Christ. This Pretty woman much. is the second coming of Lord. Like that is crazy. It was a groaning moment. I went, oh, it's so bad. I was like, that sucks. It's I, really bad. You can't keep bringing back the same jump scare. You no. just can't do it. And it, not this the first awful, time. Not in this awful way. No, this was really bad. And I love how they kind of they, they flipped it on his head. Jason's being pulled down. It's a good guy technically doing it. He's still trying to scare you, but it's also it's a little white beater. It's also <laughs> <laughs> an abuser. He's abused. Yeah. Like, why is he the hero at the end? He's like an alcoholic, like, abuser. Yeah. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, Pretty bad. Like I, I'd say, this is one of the, towards the lower tier of these films. Mm-hmm. I agree. Easily, like easily at the bottom. Now, initially, they wanted to bring him back as like a decrepit corpse. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to be all nasty. Yeah, the father. Yeah. Okay. And I think they shot it, and it didn't look right, or maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. And they ended up scrapping it and just having him come back as that normal. That is so stupid. It's a bad decision. That is very bad. That's like that's like the that's bad. Like the 
the Lucas bring back Hayden Christensen at the end of Jedi instead of the actual Darth Vader. Like that is that bad. It's bad. an eye roller. It's so you roll stupid. your eyes like at you it. literally like that's a face palm. Like oh my yeah. god, that's yeah. stupid. Yeah, it is. That's oh. a perfect description. Oh, damn you, Lucas. So we'll uh, we'll clean our hands of part seven oh. there, and let's move on to Jason takes Manhattan. You said clean our hands like we were going to get a better movie next. <laughs> Kim comes out in 1989. This is part eight, essentially. Jason takes Manhattan. I would say this is, before you continue, this is the best poster. Because one thing I love about these films and a lot of these older horror movies, great posters. This poster is awesome. It's like Jason's mask above the city. And it says something like, oh, what what was the tagline? It was like Jason... The Big Apple, he'll cut the slice the Big Apple and have something like that. It was like really like good punny yeah. work. It was really great. I love this poster for this film. And then it had like an I love New York, but instead yeah, it, was I, the mask. it was Jason Mass. I Jason Mass New York. Apparently the New York uh, tourism got pissed about that. Really? Yeah, it was part of the reason why they ended up getting rid of that because they were Holy like, no, crap. no, no, you're disgracing like our you know our oh, slogan yeah. logo. That's awesome. Yeah, so they end up getting rid of it. Essentially, they didn't use that for all that long, but it's still yeah, it's around. One of the, you know, one of the yeah. promo posters with I Jason yep. New York. That's yep. pretty great. Uh, so this movie is, uh, you know, a lot of people say that it's one of the worst in the series. A lot of people have a lot of problems with this movie. This movie certainly had a horrendous budget. Yeah, and it's very evident. Yeah, that it has a very very low budget. Two locations. Yeah. Maybe no, I was yeah two like I, the city street and then it got a sewer so three maybe yeah and and the boat which is the boat is the entire location of the first eighty percent of the film it's basically uh, Jason on a boat yeah and they should have said Jason takes the high seas yeah like that's what it's really called which is supposed to be okay so it's like high schoolers or whatever who on are having f- like a prom like their senior trip or something to go to New York City from New Jersey from New Jersey yeah it's like a ferry type boat yeah and they're clearly. Clearly, thirty years old. <laughs> in, they're clearly in Canada too. Oh, oh, tell me about Canada. Dude. There's these giant mountains in the background. Oh, and okay, so I'm funny. I'm born and raised in New Jersey, Woo! so I'm I'm immediately throwing red flags up. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I have never seen mountain majestic peaks like, like that they in did. New Jersey, especially anywhere that gets you to New York. I was like, that's New Jersey's pretty flat, except for like Northwest New Jersey. I was like, no way, no way. is that New Jersey? No way, no that's way. Hilarious. The dock that they're at in the beginning of the movie. I was like, oh, I'm calling BS on this immediately. That's so funny. Then then they get onto this like it's supposed to be like a party boat you know like going yeah, to yeah. going to the city for a big trip and there's like it it looks like a it looks like deserted though it's like a deserted cargo ship yeah. with like christmas lights and what is it like maybe like a few signs 10 or 12 of them but they're like is that their senior thing did they here's i have so many questions. Did they put their money together to do that themselves? Was that a school thing? Like, was like, because it wasn't enough people for a senior class. It's supposed to be a, a school trip, and I assume it's supposed to be, you know, how many students are in your senior trip, maybe. Why is your senior trip from northern New Jersey to New York? Right, like they haven't been in New <laughs> like, York before. What? Like, I know you guys take the ferry there all the time. Like, what are you doing? Like, you take the train there all the time. Yeah, people take trains or they drive there from New yeah, Jersey. Like, you don't what take... are you doing? And obviously, wherever the boat was at, it wasn't that far. Unless you live in Hoboken or Jersey City, that's right. The only reason you take a ferry to New York City, right? Us New Jerseyans know this, yeah. And uh, yeah, they take this like it's the USS Lazarus, <laughs> Lazarus, Lazarus, yeah. La- Lazarus, awful. Lazarus rose from the dead. Yeah, Ooh, awful. There you go, awful. Lazarus is the person that rose from the dead. Jason, you know, I look. did a rim shot when I saw that name. I was like, layers. Oh. Hey, Phil, layers, just like an onion. Oh, peel it back, baby. I shook my head. The stinky onion. SMH. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> So they're on this like party boat, which is really not, not a, a party. Not a good ship. Like no. you see them walking through like the corridors, and Ugh. it's very much 
Um, I feel like it's like fish on a boat. Like I feel like I don't know. That boat was like so many different things. Like there's, yeah, there's like pipe exposed yeah. pipes and like ladders up and down. I'm like, this is not a cruise ship. Like no, this that's is not, not the ki- fun. No, this is like crappy. It's like they had like their like, World War II quarters. Yeah, like, like what oh is this? gosh, I expected them to be sleeping on like cots. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Eating beans out of a can. This is a miserable like, oh, party. This boat. place is horrible. Miserable party. So boat. Jason gets on a boat. He wreaks havoc. Kills majority, what, 75% of the people in the movie on a boat? Yeah, well, um, there's some awful characters. Oh, T- Tamara, yeah. Tamara, that one, uh, that bitchy rich yeah, girl. Bitchy, oh, she's awful. The worst. She's a, she's a real scumbag. She gets it bad. And uh, Is that the one who gets, because somebody gets pushed into the boat, and they do once again the face into the metal thing. I Somebody's head gets pushed. She got cut up by a uh, broken mirror. Okay, broken because mirror. she was so into her own looks. Okay, yeah, she, she got vain. Cut up. Yeah. That's the perfect way for her to die, because exactly. she's vain. Exactly. So the mirror, yeah, okay. Where's my thing here? My notes. <laughs> Phil brought notes, guys. He's pretty uh, professional. If you don't know, Phil is. He has a binder and it's labeled and has tabs. <laughs> Let me bookmarks. see. <laughs> Where is the crew? Where is the crew? Who's manning the ship? There's two people. Right. You've got the uh, what's it called? The, the captain. The captain and, and like a his, skipper. His like right hand man. Yeah. yeah. And a skipper. That's it, was, it. It was. It was more people on the SS Minnow. <laughs> It was more people for the SS Minnow. Like, oh. there's nobody helping on this boat. Where's the crew? Gilligan's Island? It was more people on Gilligan's Island. Than I, I know they're supposed to be. <laughs> That's the SS Minnow. That's the USS Minnow. I, I know they're supposed to be high schoolers, but like, there's nobody to bring them soda or right. meals. They ain't got no pretzels. No, there's nothing. This cheesy disco there. Oh my god, it, it's it's very low budget and it's, it's very so very apparent. Um, Jason is wrecking shit like he is like he has some good he's kills going through killing a lot of people but then again it's like at this point like we were saying earlier we root for the kills but still in this one it was just like kind of like it's a very self-contained film because it's on a boat and a boat isn't that big exactly so at the same time you're like it's only 12 you guys where's everybody at why aren't more people it's not a huge boat we're not talking about a cruise line or anything like that we're talking about like a little ferry yeah why is nobody noticing what's going on on this ferry like, no nobody sees the dead bodies sees right? dead bodies nobody knows we well, can probably throw them overboard at this point Honestly, he probably threw him overboard. Yeah, but he—I don't think he does. No, I don't think he does either. Because they—they eventually bump into the dead bodies, don't they? <laughs> of course. So where? Of course, they have to dump up. They, yeah. they have to know that their like suspicions are correct. That yeah, it has dead. to be a jump scare somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Like a body, body like they open down. up a door and a body just falls. Like ah! it's always hanging from the ceiling. For yeah, some reason like, like it doesn't move. It's perfectly there. It's so great. Jason's like, I killed this guy. Now I got to string him up so he yeah. falls down. I need you guys to when you open the door know her body's going to fall directly. Exactly. But yeah, it's a, it's it's not good. And he gets to Manhattan for the last twenty two minutes. Maybe yeah, if that. and and they make New York City look like God's honest worst place ever. Ever, they make it look like Escape from New York. All street punks, like all like late eighties, early nineties street punks, Dr- drug infested, like, barrels mohawks, on fire, like like just leather and play. It looks like Mad Max. It looks like Mad Max in a city. Like it looks terrible. They made it look so bad. And like I was, I know in the eighties and stuff that New York City went through like a rough time. And yeah, they didn't they didn't Disney it up yet. And then you it know, got but. cleaned up a little. But being from New Jersey and I've gone to New York City plenty of times, I was like, oh, I was like, this is blatantly offensive <laughs> they are just it was very skeevy they made it look very skeevy they it are was, disgracing all, new york city manhattan which is the most non-skeeviest part of new york city like of any part of new york city. any part of new york city the part where the rich people live at is beautiful yes like, and all well, the skyscrapers saying, yes like this is the part people come to this is the tourist attraction like they made like and then at some point i believe when he kicks the boomboxes in like times square 
Because it's like mm-hmm. huge lit up, everybody, like, it's people everywhere. One of the only scenes of him actually, actually in New York. in New York, yeah, in Times Square. Cause they couldn't just fake that. There's nowhere else like Times Square. No, and the director said that. He was like, look, the budget sucks. You're cutting out all my scenes. Because he wanted to do scenes at Empire State Building. Makes sense. Uh, they did do one at Statue of Liberty, I believe. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting that messed up with Escape from New York. Because oh. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> they did want to do. I just want to see Snake Plissken fight Jason in exactly. yeah, New York. Exactly. Remake. They That's wanted great. to do a scene at Statue of Liberty, uh, things like that. You know, like yeah. your classic like, like, icon yeah, places I, 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 in New York monuments. Yeah, like the Yankee Stadium, probably. Like, and they weren't able to do that. But they, he was like, we have, we have to do Times Square. I can't yeah, fake yeah. Times Square. We can't. You got to put some actual New York in there. Yeah, and I think all the rest was filmed in Vancouver. Yeah, tax break, of course, in yeah. British Columbia, the mountains. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so. So, yeah, they make New York City look just a god-awful place when they get there. The acting is... Oof. The acting is not good in any Those, of these movies, but, but it is... But this one is, like... It's especially atrocious it's really in this bad. one. These it's, street toughs are... But can we can we get to the best part of the movie real quick? So, I, do you want to get to oh, the, the, the boxer? Oh, the boxer. So it's a guy. Um, he's one of the uh, kids from the boat or the ferry. His name is Julius. Julius, yeah, Julius. Julius has an awesome swishy set sweatsuit on that swishes every time he moves. Like you, like an actual professional runner would wear. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like the the late nineteen eighties. Yeah, like uh, Under Armour. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Under Armour <laughs> the for the eighties. The equivalent. Oh God, it was so hot. Um, and you were here everywhere you went. So he he's he's kind of a tough guy. Guy, whatever, and uh, he's on the top, he's on the top of the building, right? And Jason catches up to him, and it's him and the two leads at this time. It's just three people left from the uh, group of deplorables we had on the boat earlier. Yeah, so the high schoolers. Yep. Yeah, so it's him and the other two main characters, the girl and the guy, and he's basically like, you know, he's not taking no shit. He's going to beat Jason. So he's he's hitting Jason. He's punching Jason in the face, and his and it, you know he's beating Jason up with his bare hands. His hands are getting bloodied. Like Jason is basically a brick wall. He's punching, so it's basically equivalent to punching a huge, gigantic mound of stone. Because Jason's un, he's an unkillable machine at this point. So he's boxing him, boxing him, and he almost gets Jason to the edge of the building where he can hit him again and and you know hopefully get him over. And he's just so tired out from punching Jason. He's punched him like he punched him like fourteen, fifteen times. Like he punched more him than that. I think yeah. it's like four hundred thousand yeah. times. <laughs> he's basically the anime. But by the time he reaches the edge of that, he's he's so spent. he's so exhausted. <gasps> and he's like, all right, he's like, give me your best, best shot. shot. And don't. Do it feel good. Jason does one <laughs> single punch and knocks his head off. It is so good. Decapitates it his head. Goes flying off the side oh. of the building and lands in a dumpster. That is the best part of the movie. It is so outrageously crazy. Like one hit and this guy's head flies off. It is enjoyable. Like it never was attached. Like, it is enjoyable. It's really that is my favorite part of that movie. Oh God, it's so good. That's my favorite part. And then I I want to say my next favorite part is. I don't know if you know this, but at tw- at at midnight, there is always a toxic waste release in New York City. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, well, that? the movie taught me that. Yeah. Yeah, but it always happens. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's actually well, that, true. Well, the Ninja Turtles movie, they talked about <laughs> in the Ninja Turtles movie, too. Like, they release a super dangerous yeah, toxic yeah, waste. Pretty much acid, like green acid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They do that in the sewers every night to clean. Because New York is disgusting. Yeah. It's a post-apocalyptic. They got to clean it out with toxic waste. <laughs> like, And not just like a little bit. Like, Oh, no. We're talking a like. raging flood. Yeah. We're talking like. <laughs> Talking about like Niagara Falls, like a version of toxic waste. Yeah. Like it's and that's everywhere. like our final scene where they're trying to escape from the. And sewer. Jason at this point is like, I think like spirits are flying out of him, and he it's gets like melted. Yeah, he gets melted, and like all these like lights are coming out of his body. Like at this point, you're like, oh, he's like super supernatural. And then he's a little boy. Yeah, he's a little boy, and then what he the dies. Hell's going so on? So weird. And 
They don't both, help him. They leave. None. And this is a good one. Both the guy and the girl survive in this one also. It's usually it's like just the final girl and the boy dies at some <laughs> point and gives her like the extra push to, to win or whatever. But this one, the couple actually survives, which is, you know, I guess progressive. I don't know. The movie sucks. The movie is it's, uh, not it's a rough ride. No, we got to say it is a great meme where it became a meme nowadays where Jason walks in and, and, and Times Square and kicks the boombox with the music playing. Then the guys turn and the guys say, hey, man, they about to fight Jason, kick his ass a couple of street street toughs. Yeah. And Jason takes his mask off and they run. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, yeah, look great. at what I look like. And they're like, yeah, uh, they're like, uh, well, we're OK. It's OK. Yeah. yeah. And they run away. <laughs> Yeah, All right, so that, that's, that's pretty bad. much Jason takes Manhattan. For, or takes the ferry to Manhattan. For 20 minutes. Right. And then we move on to, uh, what was this, Jason Goes to Hell? I, I got a lot about Jason Goes Ni- to Hell. 1993. Woo, so he waited a, nice a few years. Yeah, nice little depart. Because, you know, Jason is really 80s, and he had eight movies in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And the 90s, at this point, they don't know what to do with him. Was this I the first... Like. Uh, Non Paramount was this new line? I think yeah, the first new line because it was the Freddy thing. Yeah, it's first new line. It's when New Line acquired the rights. This movie is awful. It's it's you know what? Hold on, Phil. I'm gonna I'm not disagreeing with you. It's not a good movie, but if you take out that it's a Jason movie and this was just a movie about a like an evil person whose heart is who has a possessed heart who people and they kill people, it'd be great. And it is still some good kills, even though Jason's not doing them. The kill in the tent when the people are having sex. And he put and he slits the person from basically like the girls on top. He slits her in half. Like that is a oh great yes kill. yes 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 when and, they're having sex. Yeah. And then it's really I love the real meta approach at the beginning where it opens up like a regular Friday Thirteenth movie. A girl is taking a shower, a lot of boobage. Jason is chasing ah, ch- 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 ah, and Jason's chasing her through the woods. Then come to find it's out, like she's cold a F- opening. Yeah, cold opening. You find out she's an FBI agent, and they, and they just. Tear Jason apart. They just shoot him up with, I don't know, 400,000 bullets. At least. Like, no part of his body is connected to the next. I love it because this is the—I I love that opening because it's like, finally, like, dude, Jason's been killing people for 15 years. Why haven't the government or the uh, authorities, anybody stepped in to kill this crazy killer? And they do at the beginning of the movie. And the coroner gets in possession of Jason Hardy. Realize it's a mythology with Jason that is way beyond what anybody ever thought. No, it takes it to a whole other level that none of the other movies none. touched upon, and I was offended by it. It was it was pretty bad. Like I, I was offended by where it took it. From a Voorhees, he's born. From a Voorhees, he shall die. Like no, that's a no, new thing. No. You don't start that nine movies in. No, you don't. You do not do that. No, I had a real. Uh, it is not good. WTF moment. I was is, like, what is this? It's all what over. Is happening and um here's the other thing too it's a guy it's, it's i love this guy it's an older black guy he, he has a toothpick and he has a cowboy hat on and he's like jason's like a little girl a little girl who just got her first period he's like in talking a pink like, dress in a pink dress crying because she lives so, that guy uh, oh, what is it um what does he say it's so funny like it's so who has a donut yeah, like, a donut and, and a hot dog. And sticking <laughs> it through. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was yeah. the worst. Like, I've never heard of a of a. Ad, I don't know if he ad libbed that or or like that was off the top. But that was so. If that was in a script, crazy. But that guy looks exactly like my father. Oh, really? He is a splitting. I show my father that picture, and he was like, "It don't look." I said, "Dad, that is." He looks exactly like my father, and my father has a toothpick and. A toothpick. You always I does. always have a toothpick too. It's weird, but yeah, you that, do right now. that guy looks exactly like my father. Every time I see it, I'm like, that guy looks like my father. In a That's cowboy interesting. Hat. It's so weird, dude. And he is the weirdest character in all of these films. He's probably he knows the best part of this. movie. He is too. the best part. He's great. He knows so much about the Vorgies. He knows. He he comes into the movie 
as like Mr. Know-it-all. Right. He's the exposition. He's the exposition yeah. guy. Yeah. I know he's crazy. He knows how to defeat Jason. And you really think that he's going to be absolutely vital to the ending of this movie probably. Right. He's the bounty hunter. He's the one yeah. who can do he's it. He's like a supernatural bounty hunter with a special dagger. Yeah. He just yeah. appears out of nowhere and it totally doesn't pay off. None. He's, he's not. He's not. He, he dies. He dies. He doesn't sucks. He doesn't do it. Yeah, and and we just have to let's just say podcast. Let's just admit Jason is in ten minutes of this movie. He's in the first ten and maybe the last ten, which I had a huge problem with because Jason's spirit is like is it like pulsing heartbeat. Yeah, like turns into like spirit thing. He's bad CGI and goes a worm. It becomes like a wormy type insectoid creature that goes through people's mouths. Well, it's that too. Yeah. It's, it's like multiple different it's things. It's like once it becomes the heart and the first person eats it, it travels through a mouth from one person to the next by like a wormy creature. It's like a face hugger now. Yeah. It's like it's, stealing it's from super, alien. It's so many layers to this weird movie. And the whole thing is, okay, it's this guy, he has, I believe, a newborn daughter. Daughter is a descendant, is a Voorhees or whatever. Oh, come on. When did so, this happen? Yeah, and it's like, so, it's just so stupid. Like the girl... Uh, doesn't he go inside a vagina and comes back at the end? Like at some point, like the worm goes inside the woman vagina. The, the alien creature uh, crawls up inside a vagina and Jason comes back. And from Jason in full Jason costume. That's when he mat. finally appears. It isn't Jason in the woman's dress. Like, like, like it'd be one thing if he went inside her and then like Jason appeared inside of a pink dress. No, Jason has his full costume on with the mask and his knife and his gloves. Like what? What? It is. It was all over the place, and like you said before, it could have been any horror movie, Mm -hmm. and they just plugged Jason sort of into it. Yeah, it could have been. I feel like that is it because not only did they plug Jason, and we'll get to the other plugs they put in there, plugs, but they also (laughs) plugged. um, And I know you haven't. You're not a real. uh, You don't much about the franchise, but Evil Dead has a book called The Necronomicon. And when you're when they're in the quote unquote Voorhees house at some point, the guy and the girl looking and they see this book. One of the books has a face on it. It's a face. Uh, it's a book with a face on it in the front. They pick it up and they just move it. The Necronomicon is the book from oh, the Evil Dead right. that unleashes all the things. It talks. It's a f- book with a face on it. Okay. And it's bound in human flesh, written in human blood. They connected the franchise of Evil Dead and Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sorry, and I'm Friday Thirteenth at that point. Then we know which this movie is most famous for. At the end of the movie, Freddy Krueger's glove drags Jason's mask down to hell and laughs. And they connected three franchises in one movie. Yeah, there's like Easter eggs. Yeah, all Easter eggs all throughout the year. They connected these three franchises. Now, I would say, like I said, one of the best kills in the franchise is in this with the tent uh, sex um, when they... uh, when they cut, when they split that girl halfway open when she's on top of that guy, that's that pretty was great. Shockingly brutal. So shockingly brutal. And it, it wasn't really even Jason. Was. It was still the corner. It was still yes. the corner at that time. It wasn't really. It was Jason's spirit, soul. spirit just, possessing yeah, people. It was stupid. Souls. And it's and it's cool. The cool part is when they looked in the mirror, it was Jason though. So like yeah. at some point, it's a cop. And the cop is choking out like the mom or something. And she looks in the he looks in the mirror. And she sees Jason in the mirror. Yes, yeah, and it's still can't hide her huge Jason. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's dope. But then you look at this scrawny old policeman. Yeah, I I was. <sighs> it didn't work for me. I was like, where the hell's Jason? Yeah, it's, what is this? It's, it's not. It's not the best. And once again, the guy who's like the main protagonist is nobody believes. Oh, the diner scene is. When he like this kills everybody in the diner. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's, awful girl, that's, yeah, yeah that's the, the old woman. Pretty dope though. Like if you put somebody on a face on a on a on a like the skillet or something. Oh, yeah. it's Terminator. That's, yeah, it's just straight Terminator. So yeah. It's just the Terminator. Ooh, Terminator versus Jason. I'm gonna see that movie. One but, thing that uh, that blew me away in this movie was 
really, really bad babysitting going on in this movie. Neglected parenting. Absolute neglect. They should be arrested. They Dyfus, I wanted to call they're in New Jersey. I know Dyfus is the child services center. I wanted to call Dyfus on these people in nineteen ninety three. They take a baby that Oof, year six, three months? A little more than that, maybe. But was the baby like he couldn't walk? I think it could sit up. It will maybe eight or nine months, dude. And they leave this baby in a cardboard box in the back of a diner by itself. Oh my god! While they go to work and everything, because Jason had to leave a baby in a cardboard box. What he needed the baby to possess it to be born again? Because I don't know. He needed to kill it. He had to kill the baby. It was crazy. It and was his weird. sister or something that yeah, never like, never was talked about before. Ever. And it's just like, no, I think he was like, wasn't it a niece or something? Like, apparently he's had a brother. And a Which brother. makes it very much like Halloween. Yeah. With what, four and five yeah, or whatever. Six or, yeah, with the other. It's really stupid. It's such a stretch. And they really tried hard to go in a different direction, but they failed miserably. miserably. But like I said, if you take it, if you took this movie out of the realm of Friday the 13th and just make it like, you know, Jack's back, the Jack yeah, killer. Or something, I feel like it'd be movie. a really cool premise. You know, you eat the heart, you become possessed by the guy, the guy travels, you know, you need to be reborn and, and, and that guy's like family. Cool. But the fact that they made it Jason, it's just like, I feel like they just shoehorned no. Jason in there. And no. they would just, they, I feel like this was all set up for a Freddy versus Jason movie. That's Which, all it was. Like you said at the end, yeah. uh, Jason does get defeated. Mm-hmm. He gets pulled it's, down he by goes these to hell, comical Muppet hands. Oh, my God. The hands that come out of the ground. Yeah, they, they drag Oof. him to hell, and you're like, ooh, that was... That was that was tough. Jim Henson's The Muppets ooh. took him down. The Fraggle Rock. Not even Muppets. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. The, 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 the Muppets' high cousins. Down to Fraggle Rock. <laughs> down to Fraggle Rock. You know they're on HBO? No. All the Fraggle, Fraggle. Rocks on HBO. I was watching them with my niece, who's a... Uh, like a little over one, but like we're like around Zoe's age. Yeah. I was watching them with my niece, and she was into, it, and I was into it too. They are insane. Fraggle Rock is insane. Yeah, I forget that show a lot, but I just remembered the song. They are the all on HBO. I watched the first episode where Down Fraggle Rock. Yeah, they're insane. Yeah, and Freddie, uh, the very last scene is uh, Jason's mask. Jason's mask is, is on left top of the still ground. on the yeah. surface. And all of a sudden, the classic Freddie hand comes up. Yeah, with the glove the, with the knives. The glove with the knives. Which is Kane Hodder's hand. Yeah. And sure is. grabs the mask and pulls it down through the dirt. It's like, ah. He laughs. Ha, that Freddy. Ha, ha. So I remember, I remember, this is funny. I seen this in theaters. I was eight years old. I was not what? supposed to see this in theaters. My mom would, if they didn't have it, they would just take me to the movies. Because, like, I was just like, you know, obviously I wasn't supposed to be watching this. And this is, I believe this is where we still had a drive-in theater in Camden, New Jersey. Oh, my God. We had a drive-in up until maybe the early 90s. 93 might have been the last year it existed, or 92, I'm not sure. But we had a drive-in theater, and my mom would take me thinking I would sleep in the back seat, and I would be up watching the entire film. Oh, Terrifying. man. I've seen a few movies like that. Night Mama of the Brown. Creep, Night of the Creeps, the uh, Night in the Living Dead remake, a few like horror movies I should not have been watching my mom went to go see. Yeah. I was always up in the back seat when I should have been sleeping. I've seen this there. And I remember at the end, I was like, oh, like it was the greatest thing I've ever seen, knowing that Freddy Krueger and like, oh, they're going to be in the same movie. Uh. And it took 10 years for that movie to come out. Like, 10 years. And it was in production hell for a while. And it is, I don't know if you know, but it is a few different pitches they had for it that sounds a lot more interesting than the movie they actually made. I was okay with the movie. Yeah, they yeah made. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, that's a real good time capsule of 2003, though. The, the soundtrack, like the clothes, the way they're talking, everything. Like, that's a real good capsule for that. You want to move there. on to that one? Oh, yeah, we're All going right. on to Freddy vs. Jason. Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason 2003. I felt like this movie was more of a nightmare movie than a Jason movie. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, it was more on Freddy's terms, I but, felt like. But I will say that Jason had almost all the kills. I believe that Freddy only has one kill. One kill. And yeah. 
Jason has, I want to say, around 18-ish. Yeah, he goes to, at some point, to an outside rave, which I believe in 2003 were already terrible. Like, nobody did them at that That scene was absurd. It is like a rave in, like, a cornfield. Yeah, it was. Well, like, anyway, he destroys people in there. He wreaks havoc there. He wreaks havoc. And this is, uh, (laughs) um, this was directed by a foreign director. Uh, I think his name is Rennie Yu. Something Um, like that. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know much about this. He just felt like it was a... Uh, it was like fire fighting water. Like he he seen him as elements, which is like and like he seen him as like element like 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 demon spirits and which is technically not too far off. But it was like it, it's somebody who didn't know anything about the franchise really. No, I heard that he only saw two or three out of yeah. like the seventeen combined films or right. whatever it was at the time. And that's absolutely ludicrous that you would not have someone who's a fan of the series direct this film. I still think the film works pretty well. And it's still overall pretty entertaining, it was actually, entertaining and fun. It was actually Dean Damner in film because there was so many different... Peter Jackson wrote a spec for the script. Oh, did he really? In the 90s. He wrote a spec for the script where I believe it was a cult of Freddy followers called Deadheads who were... They wore the sweaters and they were a cult and they were going around killing people trying to resurrect Freddy Cougar. Huh. Um, that was one of the, that was one of any, they, they resurrect, it was just the whole thing. That was one of the, um, the pitches. They had another one where this one sounds real good. Freddie is, is feeding off a person that's stuck in a coma. And the only way that they can get, uh, it was, and all I know is they had one where it ended with them in hell fighting. They okay. fought on earth and they fought in hell. And at the end of it, they're being strung up by chains and Pinhead comes down and says, what seems to be the problem, gentlemen? Oh, that'd be great. And that's a good, and it ended like that. I know that was one of them, too. And also, they always had the idea of Freddy and Jason and, and Ash um, from Evil Dead, which they that'd put in. That was such a great the, lead in, yeah. Oh, that was, yes, yeah, so it was great. But they had, this thing has been flowing around for 10 plus years with different writers, different spec scripts, all types of stuff. And they finally settled on the one that we got in 2003. I was okay with it because Freddy needed Jason to get yeah. back into the mind of the yeah. kids. I thought it was cool. I thought the whole... Whatever that no that sleeping medicine was that you don't dream, I thought yeah, that was kind was. of a, like no dozy those those I, whatever bullshit. that was was that bullshit was I liked it because that is smart if you want to defeat Freddy you can't dream right and it was smart that you know it's in a town we're in Elm Street now or uh uh, uh geez what's the name of the actual uh, actual city um Springfield Springwood the spring his Springwood slasher and Springwood now like basically all the adults everybody nobody speaks his name nobody talks about him nobody dreams that's forgotten about him the only way to beat him is to forget about him which I thought was pretty cool the acting in it is not good no nobody's good across the board nobody um it's a fake silent i mean jay and silent bob characters like this awful oh my god and then freddie becomes like a cg worm from like the caterpillar from like alice in wonderland and yeah it is it is but for the time but when they actually get to fight it's great the fight is fun. The it's, fight is fun. It's very much. Freddy knows kung fu, guys. Freddy beats the crap out of Jason in and the Jason dream takes world. All of it. Yeah, and then Jason He's comes to the real world, shooting him around like a pinball machine. Yeah. And then, like, there's this, like you said, the fire and water. There's this mm-hmm. scene where Jason's about ready to finally get to Freddy, and he like shoots water down in front of him. Yeah, and, and Jason, Jason like turns, turns into a, a little kid with the mask on, which is a real with good visual, like a a kid with the Jason mask on. Yeah, so he sees like oh, he's just a little kid or whatever. Oh, they also had a. Squ- Beck script. This is really weird. Fair for this. Uh, so one of the scripts they wanted to do was Freddie was tech was a counselor at Camp Crystal Lake back then and molested Jason. Oh, that was one of the spec scripts. Oh wow! Because you know he you know and this is when Freddie would have been younger in the fifties or forties. Sure. 
prior to you know him being the Springwood Slash, but he was one of the counts that he's molested Jason as a child. That was going to be one of the spec scripts too. That would have that hmm. that would have made that would have made their at least their connection a little more interesting turn than when we would have you know because technically it's just he only the only reason he were connected is this because Freddie needs people to remember and he wakes Jason up. Okay, he acts like Jason's mom and you know son you need to get up get up son get up yeah and then yeah. Jason arrives and, and start and he he goes from New Jersey to I think. Springwood is in like Illinois. He walks there. Like, I guess Jason's getting around in these movies, dude. Like he's walking from yeah. New Jersey to, I guess, I think Springwood, wherever Springwood is in mid Ohio or Illinois. I'm not sure. I know it wasn't New Jersey. Yeah. And he's he walked the entire way. And he's seven foot tall and he's he's dead mm. and has a knife and he walks the entire way to start killing people. In his yeah, he was in Ohio in part, yeah, which part is, nine. And he gets back to Jason goes to hell. What the heck? How does he? How is he getting around? I hope he's hitchhiking, walking through Pensy with his machete and masks. <laughs> Nobody just notices. Like going through a walking through a toll booth where the cars yeah. go. Like he's just walking through the toll booth. You got a face, sir. Leave him alone. Just takes off his mask, shows yeah, him like his face. Shows mask, they just, oh, go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Just yeah. like, oh God, how's he getting around? But yeah, he gets to Springwood and gets to Elm Street and has to make the kids remember. And it's yeah, like you said, for what it was worth, I mean, we thought we'd never get it. So the fact that they made that movie, it was like, holy crap. Like I you know what's funny? I couldn't get in to see it because I wasn't 18. Oh, okay. I was pissed when that came out in 03. I didn't turn 18 to 04. Mm-hmm. And I remember literally, no, no, in fact, it came out. I turned 18 in October. This movie came out in the summer, I believe, or sometime before October. And I was pissed because I didn't have like my, my ID was still like, see, like I wasn't 18. Yeah. They would not let me in. And I've gotten into plenty of R rated movies. I've seen the South Park movie when I was like 14 or 13. Like, I, you should have never, they would not let me get in to see Freddy. I had to wait till DVD wow. to see that movie. I was, and my friends, come my friends a little older, and they, they still went, and I was just sitting outside in Lowe's and waiting, about to cry. Oh, wow. Like, just like, I want to see this way to take the bus home by myself. It was one of the worst days of my life. I did not see Freddy Versace, and I was so mad. It was back then where, if you were 18 and you brung somebody with you who was underage, they wouldn't still let you in with that person like that. You couldn't buy their uh. ticket. They had to be 18 also, which is weird. Yeah. Like now, if I'm 18, 19, I take my little sister or whatever, I can take them in. Back then, they wouldn't let me in because I wasn't 18 too. Even though I'd be like, oh, they're buying my ticket. I'm with them. They weren't my parents. Go. Yeah, they weren't letting me go in. Cops and everything were there. Like, they was going to ruin me, this movie. It wasn't that serious. I wanted to see this damn movie, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I was so mad. Wow, you had this experience and I saw it like two months ago. <laughs> Like the first time ever. <laughs> That's awesome. Some illegal downloaded website. <laughs> you we, we ripped it and watched it. That's so funny. You did, did so you did enjoy it. I did. I, I, you know, I was okay with what ended up being the story that he needed Jason. I was like, you know, that's close enough to me. That works. I guess it'd be tough to bring two franchises together. It works for me. Right. Um, I did like that when Jason was in the real world, he had the upper hand. He basically beat the crap out of. Freddie, Freddie still got in some licks, yeah, got him absolutely. some hits, and uh, pretty pretty good fight. They just start hacking each other up towards yeah, the end, which is what you really great. wanted to see. Just yeah, going just at it, blood and guts everywhere. It's pretty great. And uh, it comes to the end, and like who won? I was just gonna say that. And one thing I will say: this shot beautifully. It looks good. Like when Jason comes out the water at the end, and it's a slow motion, and he's he's rising back up, and he's carrying Freddie's head. Yeah, but Freddie winks, so it's like a standstill. I mean. Cause like like, cause Freddie, technically, I mean, they say like, and you remember if we're we're going over little franchises, guys, bear with us. But like in the original Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddie comes to the world world, you can hurt him or kill him or whatever the case right. is. But he chops Freddie's head off and he still winks before he the end of the so movie. So are they so, really in the dream world? Uh, no, they, no, they're in a real world. I just feel like Freddie just can't die. So it's just like a, I don't know. I, so no, like, they clearly. I felt if if you have to pick a winner, 
it was probably Jason. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I will 100% go with Jason. And Absolutely. when Jason comes out carrying his head, I was like, oh, my God, just like Jason straight up won. Yeah. And then he does the wink, which opens doors to, yeah. okay. And a sequel, which we never got. They wind up just Right, which is shocking s- because yeah. that was the... Uh, that, highest grossing. Yes, the, the highest grossing Both franchises. One. Yeah. For both franchises. How could you not make a sequel? Yeah, I, and I, it's, it's so weird. And it sucks because Robert England will never reprise the role again. He's too old at this he's point. He's too yeah. Not, not even with the makeup. It really wouldn't matter, I don't think, with the I makeup. Guess. Like, you know, he's a burn victim makeup, so he won't probably. But it just sucks because we could have gotten, had this been 2013 instead of 2003, we would have franchised it. We'd have had three movies by now of Freddy versus Jason, you know? Because they would have somehow, Hollywood would have backed it. It made that much money, whatever the case is. But back then, they really didn't know what to do with it. So it's just like. It's shocking with how much money they made that they didn't yeah. just do it again it was like all hit. these other ones. It was a hit. Yeah. Yeah, Shocking. it was a hit. And the only thing they did would give us Alien vs. Predator, which was... Pfft, I like, hated that movie. So stupid. And it was a PG. Why'd you make a PG-13 Alien yeah, movie? I hated that Ugh. movie. But we're not even going to start it on that, guys. Freddy vs. Jason, it was all right yeah, for it what it was. Okay. I mean, for what it was, yeah. It was, it, the fact that they made it is just an accomplishment. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm just excited that it exists. Like, those two franchises, they were for finally under the same house in New Line. Mm-hmm. They both acquired both Freddy and Jason. They made them together. I'm not... Look, they did it. Now, we were so excited to talk about Freddy versus Jason that we jumped right over Jason X. Whoa! We didn't talk about Jason X? Which came out in 2001. Oh, my God. That's so messed up because I like Jason X. Jason X the tenth, is the tenth one. Is a freaking riot. I love it. It is so... Okay. This movie is 100% 90s, and it came out in 2001. This should have came out in 96. Yeah, I agree. It's way too 90s. But it looks good. It looks good. This is one of the, f- the first films in the series, again, this is before Freddy vs. Jason, so funny. that I was like, oh, wow, like, this looks good. Mm-hmm. Like a normal like movie, like nice cinematography, yep. I, for what it was. But yeah, I mean, for what Just, it looked crisp the Special and clear. effects, I mean, they're... For the budget they had, is not bad. Like the older ones are 80s, so it doesn't, yeah. the film yeah, quality is not good that kills, great. A lot of good kills. One of the best ones, the ice head freezing and, and, a, and a Freon and the ice candy breaks. The, oh, That's the first thing I have in my notes here is girl face bash. So good. Frozen face. Oh. Yeah, she gets her face put into liquid nitrogen. She was quite a looker, too. Quite a looker. She gets her face put into that liquid nitrogen, and then as if that isn't already going to kill her, he pulls her head out and Smashes her skull into oh, the table, so good. and her face shatters in a bloody so mess. So let's just set up the scene for this, guys. This one takes a little more. So this is Jason gets frozen. He's cryogenically cryogenically frozen, frozen in present day. Yes. Uh, f- fast forward, how many? I don't know, hundreds of years. I think it was like four hundred years, twenty so something. They years. they unfreeze him and the woman that he was stalking or about to kill at that point. From ninety, I guess whatever year it's supposed to be. She was frozen with him by mistake. Yeah, frozen with blah, him by blah, mistake. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. They they uncrinedly just freeze him. She's like, oh, this guy's a killer. You need to destroy him. They're like, oh no, we're gonna study him. Whatever, whatever, whatever. They know about Jason though. Like they know through the history. He's like records. a mythological he's a myth- yeah, they killer. Like, oh, he's Jason Voorhees. He killed four hundred people between nineteen eighty and so they know about Jason. They don't heed her word like you never do. And he starts basically killing everybody on a spaceship, which is pretty great. Jason in space, like. Amazing! It's ludicrous. It's, it's campy, and it's ludicrous. a lot of fun. Very fun. If you go into it being like serious about it, you're not gonna have. Fun. You're not gonna have fun. But if you go into it just being like, "Oh my god, this is like kind of a comedy." Yeah, that's why you have to so call much it fun. Jason in space because that way you know what you're getting. Right. Jason X seems like, "Ooh, that's kind of serious." But you know what's funny? The director. It's extreme. It's like they re- they were drinking Mountain Dew and eating Doritos. It was great. <laughs> so the original director, um, the director originally wanted to make like. An actual terrifying horror sci-fi. I mean, he wanted to, he wanted to do an alien. Like he wanted to make it serious, 
terrifying horror, like sci-fi horror. He said, wasn't that much good sci-fi horror out there besides like Alien, maybe The Horizon, a couple other things. But he wanted to make a serious movie like that. And they were just like, no, this is Jason in space, dude. You're going to make a Jason in space movie and just take it at that. It's a really cool scene where virtual reality exists um, in this world. Yeah, the dragon monster holograms. Oh, so cool. These holograms. It's in they, my notes. And they, uh, <laughs> you got to take a note it's of that. It's in my notes. And they actually uh, recreate Camp Crystal Lake. Um, so Jason yeah, have something do that to towards do. the end. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he would, uh, uh, kind of get distracted because he doesn't know anybody. He's from 1980, whatever. And he, it's just these two like college age topless bimbos basically for lack of a better term. And he's killing them over and over. And one girl, he's just hitting against a tree within the inside over the bag. She's like, Oh God, no. She's like, They're like, is, we love we, unprotected sex. It's so funny. yo. like, uh, yeah, it's the ridiculous. hologram scenes are pretty pretty. The first one with like the dragon mm-hmm. monster, I was like, when it first comes, you don't know it's a hologram. I was like, oh my god, they this, jumped the shark. This is the worst CG. <laughs> what are they doing? And Jason is like swinging at these monsters. Right. He just wants to kill anything that moves. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. That's so fun. And then they reveal it's a hologram. And it's these two like idiots, and I was like. Okay, actually, that was a fun yeah, twist. You got yeah. me there. You got me there. So you, 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 they, they, they worked. Whatever they wanted to do, it worked for you. Yeah, that's uh, great. another great scene. Is the um, there's like a, a black like commando type guy. Yeah, I love leader. that guy. Isn't he, played... he the director? Or no, am I wrong? No, with that? he's not the director. Okay. He's actually an actor. He's on a bunch of other shows. Spartacus, a whole bunch of other shows. He wound up being on later in life. He's great though. He's, he's really great. He's good and yeah. He, uh, he, you know, you think he's the one guy that is going to have a showdown. He could stand up against Jason mm-hmm. probably, but no. He gets stabbed like through a wall or something, like through his chest. Mm-hmm. And he goes, It'll take more than a poke in the ribs to take down this old dog. <laughs> it was great. And then somehow a second blade comes flying through the wall, through his ribs, through mm-hmm. his chest. And he goes, Yep, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, la- I was like, Oh, it's awful, but I laughed so hard. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. It's um, it's it, a- this movie knew what it was. Oh, 100%. It was aware of what it was. And you know what sucks? This is a post screen movie. So it has to be self-aware. Because, you know, Scream changed everything in 97. Anytime you go well, to 96. space. 96. Yeah, when you go to space. I mean, you, Leprechaun did it. Jesus Christ. That yeah, is You have to know. Unwatchable. What Hellraiser doing. did it. So they they were, it was something about franchises that they were putting them. And the thing about Jason uh, X was it was done in the 90s. It just didn't ever got released. It took forever to get released. Oh, okay. They filmed this in the 90s. They filmed this after... It was like scream like around ninety seven, ninety eight. Because they wanted to do Freddy versus Jason, but that was in such like you said developmental yeah, like limbo, hell. Yeah, so they just that, put out X. They're like, all right, just do something so people don't forget about Jason yeah. in the meantime. Because you got to think this is ninety three, then two thousand one. Yeah, that's the biggest big, gap in any of the movies. It is the biggest gap. Biggest gap, and you know they were coming out year and year, and that's the reason why. Like this was in develop these films in development hell and studio hell between Luline and yes. Columbia and Autumn. Mm-hmm. They were in like big, big, like you know development hell with that too. So had acquired rights. It is like yo throw something out so people don't forget who Jason is. Yeah, right. Because at the time Freddie wasn't making on the movie, so they're like we got to have somebody still in the public eye. Yeah, they just threw so this they together. Threw and they were like put him in space, and then you get Jason X who becomes like super uber Jason. Right. Well, first. Uh, Normal Jason, I guess. Gets his ass kicked by an android, baby. Gets destroyed by some sort of a droid thing. Yeah, like a, a, sexual like a dude's droid. hot sex bot. Yeah. She's like the ultimate fighter because right. he like upgrades her. Yeah, you know? she has like guns and kung fu. She annihilates Jason like yeah. he's never gotten I think at some point he like before. looks at his arm and it's off. Like in a comedic moment, he looks like my arm off, like because she like shoots yeah. an arm off or something. Like it's really weird. He gets whooped and she she kills him. Yeah, she destroys him. His face explodes. His body parts are falling off. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute mess. He collapses. 
And everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, Jason's you, dead. You killed him. And I somehow like, it gets to like a super printer or something like with this. Well, was, they had established earlier in the movie that there's like these like nanobites, nanobites or something. like hills or. Because in the very things. beginning of the movie when he's cryogenically frozen and he's like dethawing, his arm like falls forward mm-hmm. with the machete where he was frozen in that position. And it cuts off one of the student's yeah. arms in the beginning. And then they show that through this. Whatever it is, the nanobites, they put his arm back. Like, there's like weird, like, bugs that crawl over his arm, Mm -hmm. and he gets his arm back. So, you see, oh my God, like, this is future technology, 400 400 years ago, makes sense, yada, yada. They can do this now in the future. Well, I guess, I think someone, somehow it gets activated. Like, he falls in it, or it just, like, yeah, yeah. The nanobites, after like a few scenes later, come back and put him together, and he stands up, and he's now like Super Shredder. Yeah, he's super. I love you, Phil. I literally was going to say Super Shredder. He's Shredder. He's so jacked up, and he's so, like, uber Jason. He's super jacked oh. up. He's got, like, he's, like, part metallic now. Because, his like, mask is metal. Yeah. It's, his like, a part of his face. Eyes are glowing red. Oh, it's so awesome and stupid. It is awesome. He's literally Jason Extreme. It was awesome. He came out with a bag of Doritos awesome. and Red Bull. I think that, like, I guess he was, like, part now, like, robotic, I guess, yeah. or machine because of the equipment he fell into. Yeah, so, like, like the equipment and him, like, kind of merged. Merged, like, yeah. Like, the metal table and all that, like, they kind of made him as Because one. those, like, nanobite things or whatever they are, they look for, like, flesh to yeah. reconstruct the body, and they just grabbed, like, Layers, the machine Phil. that was next to him. Layers. It's all about stem cell research, this movie. Yeah, I know, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> Layers, baby. Uber Jason is born. Uh-huh. Uber Jason, I seriously, I almost like stood up and started clapping. That's great. Like I fucking loved it. My fiance fell asleep. That's so funny. You woke her up screaming. And no, she she I let her sleep and I watched it and I was like stunned by the end of this movie. Like basically what happens with How Uber much Jason? Fun you have, yeah, yeah. And he's in outer space flying around. He and then my boy comes back. Or the other black guy comes back and like kind of takes him out. Like tackles him. Yeah, at the tackles end. him with him as he's like, you know, I'm gonna save you guys. And I was like, wow. I was like, that was. A really fun movie. It's like, great. Really fun. And then he lands on Earth at the end. Yeah. And, and like, the girls, something went into the lake. And something went into like, ch, 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 ah, yeah. the last thing you hear. And it's like, we should make a wish. Is that a super, is that a, is that a flaw on the start? Like, I think it fell into the lake. Yeah. And it's like, it's wait, starting all over again. On Earth, are kids still stupid? years? <laughs> like, is it still, why are they just picnicking on the lake? Like, it looks like he went back in time when he fell into Earth. Like, yeah, it's like a shooting star comes down. Yeah. It's like, Jason. Oh, it's Jason, guys. Get off the lake. Like, what's going on? And so I watched, I finished it. And then it was the next day, and Jess, my fiance, she's like, I, w- I want to watch it. Like, I want to see the end. I missed. I was like, all right. So we started. It was about halfway through the movie. We watched mm-hmm. it again. This is the only one that we had to watch twice. Right. During, For good reason. While watching these movies. So we started about halfway through. And she's like, oh, okay. I remember this part. Let's watch it from here. And, dude, I was hooting and hollering. I was like, wait for this part. Like, I was totally into it as compared to the others. I was like, just you wait, babe. Just That's you so wait. That's so funny. And she was like, oh, my God. She's like... Jason's like really incredible now. Yeah. <laughs> this is did not expect this. They re it up big time in that one, boy. Yeah, that she, is. She didn't remember that one either, so we we're just that's like, so wow. Funny. So yeah, Jason X was uh, a like, real. That's one of the, my top tier ones. That's, that's a real hoot fun. and a holler. It's a very fun. Ride. And then we come to. So we have Freddy vs. Jason 03, Then we come to the, the remake. Now, now we're gonna say this is not canon, guys. You know what? Also, if Freddy. It's Jason X is canon. It's after Freddy vs. Jason because it takes place in the future. So we can technically call that canon. But this one is just a straight remake of the actual Jason lore and everything like that. So, so Friday the 13th, the remake. Yeah, simply called Friday the 13th. People like to call it the 2009 version. version. Yeah. yeah. 2009 version. Parenthes- parentheses. I think that's how you say that. Yeah, so 2009 one. 
Um, Here we go. I'm not about to get the heat now. Well, you know what? Let me just say, this is the only one I rewatched. I did rewatch this. Okay. Um, it was on uh, Netflix. I rewatched this. It was actually on Netflix in Mexico. It's not on Netflix in America. Mex- I was you had in, to go to Mexico. I, I was in Mexico to watch the 2009 remake. Specifically went, I went to Mexico. just to go there to watch it. Wait a minute. They have Nef- a Mexican Netflix? Netflix has different um, See, rights. amigo. They have different rights to different streaming films in different countries. So things that they probably can't show on Netflix over here, they can show in other countries. Because the streaming rights are different. In different sure, countries. it makes sense. Yeah, so they had... And I was in, I was in it, and you know, I'm on, I'm on vacation. And I'm up all night. There. I'm up all night, and I'm just like scrolling. I say, oh. Friday the 13th, 2009, I got to do the show. And I clicked it. And you know what? I, I stand by, you know. Okay, here we go. Notoriously, and you and Derek mentioned this on a podcast I wasn't on recently, too. Last time I went the last few, uh, I was listening to a Breaking Batters episode. You guys mentioned, the, I like this movie, um, the 2009 remake of uh, Friday the 13th. I don't think, I think it's just everything that we've always gotten from these films. Just like, it's always what we are. It just looks good. It just looks better. It does look good. And that's what sucks about it, probably. It doesn't have the grainy, gritty, like, you know, campy feel of it. They played it a little too straight. Okay. I thought the characters were good, though. Like, some of the characters they had in there I thought were great. I like the Asian kid. He was really good. He was on the uh, Aaron Wu or yeah, something Yeah, even like though that? he's like the pothead. They they played the drink. The They were playing Bear Pond. John got the boot and stuff. I thought that was like... There was excessive sex and drug talk so in this. So much Excessive. So much boobage, too. It was like major boobage pretty great <laughs> i do love the beginning though i had one of the best openings because it's just these kids they're camping in the woods uh they're looking for pot like it's this pot this pot the whole pot story was stupid like the fact that they somehow combine like jason's mythology and camp crystal lake with, like this whole pot like somebody planted a whole bunch of weed yeah and these kids are looking for it now i do love the beginning because it's just jason in the first 10 minutes jason kills basically all these kids that you think might be the Leads of totally the movie. think they are, yeah, and then like he destroys these kids and he has his bag hit on and he's so vicious. And I was like, Oh, I remember when he gets to the last girl and he swings the machete and he goes to black and it just is Friday 13th. People in the theater started losing their minds when I seen this movie. I was like, This is great, like it's gonna start off. Yeah, and they kill a whole first group, of he teenagers. killed the whole like first five kids in like the like, first oh, 10 minutes. And I I maybe that that's the movie, and maybe that's why I liked it so much because my memory of it was seeing it in theaters. I didn't, I haven't seen it since till last weekend. The only time I seen it was 09, literally. I think it came out on Friday the 13th in 09. I forgot. I think it might have been February or something. I seen it in my best friend. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, I seen it in my best friend. And for some reason, a lot of horror movies come out of February. It's just a weird dumping ground for horror movies. But I seen it with my best friend. And um, we were, we loved, like. Well, it's Friday the 13th. Yeah, we had to get whatever. Friday the 13th. My birthday, guys, this year. No, me to brag. Friday the 13th, October. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, I the opening was great. But you know what? After that. And I come to the conclusion, it's way too, because the guys who did this did Texas Chainsaw Remake. It's just like it. Some of the same characters in there. like Totally the same characters. It's probably the same setting. Like, it's not... It, Texas Chainsaw was a lot better, a lot more vicious, a lot more true. Jason's kill sucks. After that opening one, mm-hmm. I realized, like, the rest of the kills, he's either, like, choking somebody or, like, stabbing somebody with, like, something kind of thin. Like, they're not good. The one I did, like, I think was in the bathroom with the girl he kills in the bathroom, um... And I think he's behind the shower curtain or something like that. It's a real good one. I don't remember that I think that he throws her body out the window. It's some, besides that, all the kills are kind of lame. And that's what I think sucked about it. Because I think outside of that, I thought the characters were good. I thought the story wasn't bad. I like how they basically took some of the best parts of one, three, two. Like, they kind of merged combined all the together. first, like, four. Yeah, sort of. yeah, to make, you know, the first, like, three or four. And they made, like, a pretty coherent movie out of it. It does rush kind of quick. He goes to the back head. He finds, like, the mask inside, like, this hick dude's garage with a bunch of... It's junk. Yeah, a bunch of like hoarder yeah. junk. And 
it, it's it, it, but you know then like I said it's that pot element again like this pot out there and but I, what I do love about this movie is that as soon as you see the new kid new group of kids driving the New Jersey license plate baby they're in New Jersey <laughs> I was like I remember I was screaming everybody screams you know we're out here in New Jersey everybody screaming and see the New Jersey license plate yeah because there was always a lot of talk of the where's Jason at like I remember in college doesn't necessarily people, feel like yeah, Jersey yeah it doesn't feel like I remember in college people like oh this is, he's I'm like oh Jason's from New Jersey like I used to always say he's, he's our Jersey. villain yeah he's our guy he's our we, we he's Voorhees Voorhees in New Jersey like I, I would think like his family founded Voorhees yeah there's he's a New town Jersey. called Voorhees Voorhees in New yeah Jersey. it's not that's not a coincidence like his town his father founded Voorhees but um and then when they seen the license plate I, I was like absolutely uh like we started like it was hooting and hollering and I, I think that's probably because the the memory of the movie is better than the movie was. The movie's not that good. I'm saying it here, guys. I'm not defending this remake anymore. The, like I said, the opening is great. I think the character is great. I think the kills are really lame, and it takes it out. It's too much like Texas Chainsaw Massacre it's remake. It's too much like the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Same director, yeah, everything. Yeah, same, it's same production. Michael Bay's production company, mm-hmm. Platinum Dunes. Mm-hmm. And they are all about remaking movies. Like yeah, the Hitcher, Texas Chainsaw. I all think of the money. All of them. Yeah, they want that remake money. They did the uh, Freddy 1-2, I think, which is abysmal. Um, but it's just, it, it, it's, it's, everything's good about it except the kills. The kills are not good. The one part where the, uh, the one guy is out, like he's been injured and he's mm-hmm. crying out for his friends to help him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. That was good. That was That was, was a nice touch because yeah, it he's is, bait. he's an, it's like agonizing to hear yeah. him screaming for his life. Yeah. And knowing that Jason is just trying to bait them yeah, that outside to kill them. It was, it was also another cool part where I think they find Jason's house. They see the head. And, like, Jason's stabbing up through the floor with the machete. Yeah, that part's cool. That's pretty good. And they're all, like, they're just stabbing up through the floor. They cut, like, that. It was some pretty good now. And I know you're probably going to complain about it. I remember I hear you say this before. You hate the part that he had a bunch of underground tunnels. Hated it. Hated it. But that also explained how he was able to get around fast like he would in the old movies. Yeah, but they that's... They were putting too much logic. So Leatherface. Yeah, you don't need that. To Also, you don't need that because it's like... He just was the shit. Like yeah. that's why he got around and walked. You don't need to. You don't. We don't need to know they had a bunch of underground tunnels. He would appear places. Yeah, supernatural. Too much like Leatherface for me. Yeah, it I wasn't. Was like, oof. No. I did like. And I do like that they switched up. Like you think the main girl who's helping the guy from Supernatural is gonna be like the main girl? Did she dies towards the end? Mm-hmm. And the sister and the brother are the two that makes it. Right. Right. Which I thought was pretty cool. I was like, okay, she died. I was like, oh, but that got. Like, she oh, didn't do crap. anything wrong. She didn't drink. No, she didn't have sex. She was the virginal, like, and pure she still one. got killed. And she got killed at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was gonna make it. Yeah, and it's funny because the sister looked kind of like her. It was like another redhead, same height. Like I was like, holy crap! Like this is crazy. My my other biggest problem with this movie is since when does Jason take hostages? Right. Even though she reminded him of his mom, I guess that's why. Didn't believe it. Mm, not really. But this is this is also not supernatural, Jason. This is I don't know. I don't know. I didn't buy it. It was it's, like he's really keeping her hostage. Yeah. The other girl in part two that you're referencing, she right. she breaks into like Jason's like secret hideaway yeah, yeah, yeah. and sees like the, the mom's mom head and pretends and to be the mom and it yeah, kinda works. Jason, what do you yeah, yeah. It kinda works. Yeah. But she's not held hostage. No. This girl is held hostage. Why? Jason kills everybody he ever sees. But Why remember he... the picture of the mom, and she looked just like the mom. Oh, was it like a necklace? Yeah, it was like something? a necklace. Remember, she looked just like the oh, mom, and that's stupid. why it's pretty stupid. I didn't but like also, it. They, and I love this because they say like he's seen the girl kill his mom, and they show like the literally the ending of the first Friday Thirteenth with Pamela. That that's yes, the cold opening after the um, the killing. That's the cold opening when mm-hmm. we see the girl slice her head off. Yeah. So on and so forth. And they say, like, you know, and they, they tell the story of Jason in the cold opening with the kids. And they say, you know, Jason watched his own mom get beheaded, so on and so forth. And it's like, uh, 
guys, you guys are going through liberties to to try to. I know it, it, they took a lot of liberty. It, very, I appreciate that they tried to deviate, you know, and try to make sense of some things. Yeah, and they they condensed a few movies into one. It was very very like it they, like it was. I appreciated that, but it it didn't like at the end of the day. Just like if they would have beefed up the kills a little bit more. I feel like if if they gave me a couple like oh shoot moments you know, but I just feel like it all fell flat when it came to like what we really came for, which is the kills. Yeah, they for, were like, for whatever reason it f- it fell flat, like you said. Yeah, it, it just felt, did. It fell real flat. It did. It felt. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, and like the campiness was gone too. It wasn't, but camp. I feel like that campiness is with that error a lot. I, it, I thought they were going to try to make Jason like scary again, mm-hmm. and I don't think they really did. He just kind of followed the formula. Yeah, I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. If you follow the formula. Why do we hate this one so much? It's just because it's glossy, I think. I guess so. It's too Hollywood. This was like if they threw this in the middle and made this like the one between four and five, it would have been like fine. If it I don't think anyone would bat an eye at it. No, yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. Glossy, yeah, it just I think was you're glossy. Right. Yeah, that's why that's my defense of it. It's just like it's nothing different than what we're used to. Yeah, it's just pretty. That's it. I agree. Yeah, and it was and Michael Bay had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy, so much slow motion for no reason. All right, so let's get through uh, our rankings. Nice. All right, so I will start. Uh, my favorite okay. is Jason X. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought that would be it. I loved it. I had a hoot and holler. I have um, a real love in my heart for bad, campy movies. Yeah, it I know you do. Such a B You're movie. You're a fan of Leprechaun films. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and this list is kind of subject to change. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, this isn't set in Upon stone. further viewings and thinking about it later. It was probably... kind of difficult to rank 12 films, yeah, so I just had to sort movies. of throw some in spots. Right. I went with Freddy vs. Jason for two. For two? Oof. I did. You're more of the latter Jason movies. Uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which is part four. Okay. Then I went Jason Takes Manhattan. What? Yeah. Oh. It's so bad, it's fun. It's not. Oh, okay. It's so the toxic waste. <laughs> toxic waste. The boxing. The toxic Avenger. Boxing. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason lives, which is part six. Okay, a lot of fun. Right. Friday the Thirteenth, part three. Okay, that sweet do. sweet disco music. Right. Friday the Thirteenth, a new beginning, which is part five. Five, mm-hmm. which is so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. It's atrocious. Yeah. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, part two. Okay. Friday the Thirteenth, the original. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, 2009. Okay. The remake. Okay. Friday the 13th, The New Blood, Part 7. Okay. At the end, right? Really hated that one. I figured that is. Yeah. And finally, the one that I really disliked the most was Jason Goes to Hell. Really? You threw that under seven? I hated that movie. You know what? All right. I hated it. I'm going to give you mines. And I I don't, I won't even probably need the list for that. I'm going to just give you mines. Um, Number one is Part 6. Yeah, I can see that. And then I'll do four. Okay. And then I'm doing uh, uh, X. <laughs> nice. All right. I'm doing, I'm definitely doing X in the top three. Um, three, two. Okay. One. We both had three. Five. Okay. Eight. Hell, seven. Okay. So you, okay. So we had pretty yeah, much. Pretty much around the same. Yeah. Other than I had Manhattan much higher, but the yeah. other two we both had on our last in the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, they suck. They are not good to move. They're just really trying too hard. So bad. Oh, Freddy! I don't even count Freddy versus Jason in there. Really, I mean, I thought okay. that, like I thought if I if I would put this somewhere, that'd probably be right around X. So probably like five or six. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. And that could slide on my list. I just yeah. didn't really know where to put it myself. Actually, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's our one through twelve. 
Uh, let's talk about. Uh, we're going to finish this up because we've been going forever. Laura from the twelve movies. But let's just go through a few of our favorite kills. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Because you got to get to that. Oh, right? I got a good one. Uh, my first one that I have on my list is the girl that is uh, baked over the campfire. That's good. That's in a remake. In the sleeping bag. Yeah. I know it is. That's a remake kill, baby. Come it is on. A quality. That's the beginning one. That's the total. In the beginning, first 10 minutes, great kills, great menacing hardcore. Jason. She's cooked, over, cooked the, over, the over the campfire. I was like, oh, that is good. Let me jump in. My favorite girl in the sleeping bag hit against the tree one time dead. That's a good one, too. That's great. Like, he takes... That was me. I'm sorry. He takes a girl in a sleep bag, hits her so hard against a tree, she dies. Yep. One time. Mm -hmm. Loved it. That's my favorite. Girl hit against tree. That's it. (laughs) That was number two. Number two. That's so good. My number two would be boxing head off. Uh, That's on my list. Nice. Uh, Guy cut in the nuts during a headstand. That's that's my number three. Yep. We talked about it. Girl gets her face smashed off with the liquid nitrogen. That's my number four. Yep. Yep. Great. Uh, girl cut in half having sex. That's my number five. It's, these are the greatest ones. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Perfect. And the last one, which I thought deserved an honorable mention because it's so unique and different than all the rest, was the guitar death in Jason Goes to Manhattan. Oh, the guitar death. That like punk rock and roll girl that. gets yeah. smashed with Smash her guitar. own guitar and killed. Yeah, mine would be Breakdancing Girl, only because it's so ridiculous. That one is good. That, that's like that. She the fact the whole scene is just in my favorite like scene. That one she's is ridiculous. Good. She's really just practicing by herself. In the room. She really, she's and she's pretty good. Actually, she's into it. She's not into bad. it. It's not I, bad. I love it. It's so stupid. All right. Well, I think we've come to the conclusion of our uh, Friday the 13th retrospective review. Oof, that is oof, my goof. I still love it. It's still, now, I'm not going to say it's not my favorite franchise by far. As far as horror films go, I feel like these films are a lot more rewatchable because you can take something from each one of them Mm -hmm. and really be like, oh, this movie's terrible, but I like this and that and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. A lot of horror franchises, you can't do that. I can't do that with all the Halloweens. I can't do that with all the Freddies. I can't do that with a lot of them. I can do that with Friday the 13th. I can take something, at least one thing out of all of them. I agree. And then be like, oh, this is terrible, but this part was awesome. Right. This scene was awesome. Now, I would love somebody to cut together. I'm asking you guys out there, podcast here, <laughs> cut together a, a Friday the 13th movie where they just take all the best kills. That would be a good the, movie. That would be great because it's 12 movies to pull, pull from. Here's the thing. The 13th, Master the Mix. Next, yeah, the next movie, which is supposed to be another reboot, remake, whatever, is supposed to be the 13th film. This is perfect. The 13th film, right? Bring it out on Friday the 13th. This this year was supposed to be the release on it on October 13th, Friday the 13th, which is my birthday, guys. I'm <laughs> old, I'm old, man. Um, they were supposed to release the new remake, the new reboot of Friday the 13th. They've been in development. Part 13. Again. Part 13, which has been crazy. I want to see, this is the only thing I want to see, guys, Jason in the Snow. Yeah, I heard I that. See I heard Jason. that idea. I want Jason in the snow. Can you imagine like the camp in the in the wintertime? Like mm-hmm. people going up cabins, kind of like the Poconos or something, right? Because mm-hmm. people go up to stuff in the wintertime. Jason in the snow. I will love it, dude. Like, can you imagine the blood and him, how menacing he was if he just standing there and there's just snow falling and it's just hitting him and then you look and he's not there anymore. You're like, whoa, what, what the f-? Like, Jason they, in the they've snow? They've talked about doing that. That would I be would interesting. I love it, dude. Let's I think talked about Jason in Africa. So. Jason <laughs> So you never know. They put Ernest there. So Jason's going to go everywhere Ernest went. <laughs> Jason in Jason the army. Jason in jail. Like, Slam dunk Jason. Oh, just Jason, him and Airbud. <laughs> Jason scared stupid. Jason scared stupid. Oh, That's ridiculous. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Terrell. Thank you this for having a, me. It was a lot of fun doing this retrospective with you. Yes. Guys, if you uh, want to send me an email, you can send it to philinterrupted at gmail.com to talk about Jason or anything like that. You can argue with my uh, movie selections and rankings. That would be fun. <laughs> Why does he like Manhattan so much? <laughs> uh, you 
you could do that. Uh, I don't really use Twitter so much, so so what? Who cares? Whatever about yeah, that. Sweet. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much going to do it here again. Terrell, thank you so much for coming out thank for Friday the 13th. Thank Absolutely. You. It's been a lot of fun. So guys, uh, that's going to conclude here. And uh, whew, wow, what a ride this has been, guys. Yeah. We're uh, we're making moves. We'll catch you next time here on Phil Interrupted. Peace out. Tennis sprinkles. This is the one where, and I remember uh, we mentioned a little black kid from earlier. His older brother comes, who's the guy from Joanna Man, who's in a whole bunch of, uh, he has a big long jerk. Him and his girlfriend's having sex at a porta potty. They got the porta potty death. No, they don't have sex. He's they don't shitting. Have sex. Yeah, he's shitting. <laughs> she's outside damn waiting anch- for him. Damn enchiladas. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. One of my favorite lines it's in the whole so series. Good.